0: Middle call, call. 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 heavy hey, hey,
1: I think there's a third one that deserves. There's a third one that deserves to be in there, John.
0: High tower, high tower, high tower,
1: high tower, high
0: tower, high tower. He did it. He fucking did it. High
1: tower. We are live on YouTube on this Saturday night. In hindsight, John, I'm glad the game isn't Sunday. To everybody listening to this podcast, it's good to have you. This is Saturday night, After Niners Hackers. Woo! Wow. Wow, 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 wow. <clears throat> That's,
0: you know, let's- I I did not believe they were gonna win until they blocked the punt. I had, I had, my faith level was at. Probably 20%. I, hear, I just heard some fireworks going off in the background. People are fired up. Uh, but I, I, I tweeted this out, and I, you know, I know you and I philosophically view football very similarly. That is peak NFL. The weather, the venue, Lambeau, the cold, the bodies dropping. I mean, every play, star players, Kittle, Trent, their guys, limping off the it, That game felt like a war zone. That game felt closer to 80s and 90s football. Right? Because that's just the way it plays when it's freezing cold. And the Niners, for whatever fucking reason, under Harbaugh and now under Kyle, are just built to compete in that environment. Which is insane because it's it's actually kind of chilly today, but it was like sixty degrees. <laughs> you know? It's just they they go into these environments that are war zones and freezing cold, and they just throw haymakers. And they get hit too, but they they can take it. They can just take it directly on the chin. Mike Tyson The famous line, everyone has a game plan until you get punched in the mouth. The Niners consistently over the years with their great hardball teams and now these unreal uh, Kyle playoff teams. Because this team wasn't unreal during the regular season, but what they're doing now is fucking unreal. They are built to get in the ring and throw haymakers and and take them. It's incredible to watch.
1: This team has a type, which is playoff level football type. Games that are roller coasters over the course of the year. Right? They played a lot of them. This was their ninth one score game this year. I think they were four and uh this actually might have been their 10th one score game this year I think maybe now they're five and five in one score game something like that they play sometimes in games this particular team against teams uh that shouldn't be close against but they they know how to play in these games um I think about the physicality of the 19 regular season the 19 regular season was incredibly physical obviously the 19 postseason was physical but they play postseason style football a lot. And you're right. There's something to it from Harbaugh to Shanahan. It's not by design. They went to Tom Sule and Chip Kelly in between. It's not like this is, you know, the way the <laughs> franchise plays. They, okay? ain't the Steelers, they ain't the Steelers. You know? No. <laughs> but you're right. It, there's something to There's absolutely. And I think the reason that you and I have always loved that type of football game is because it values points and it values every play. Every play matters more when points are at a premium, not 38-36. 38-36 is great, too, and if that's what that was, we wouldn't complain. But if that game had been 38-36, it would just feel, I think, very different than what that was, which was it felt like anyone who came into the game at 100%, which probably was nobody, did not leave at 100%. And it felt like most games came in at 80 and left at 60 Debo Samuel, who we'll talk about, but he is kind of representative. His ability to be 50% in between plays and then 100% when Jimmy Garoppolo hands him the football is incredible. It's just incredible.
0: When he, his injury number one, when he hurt his shoulder, I felt the entire 49er fan base saying, Debo, take my shoulder, take my shoulder. Take my labrum, take my clavicle, have it all. <laughs> That's, but then he just, he shakes it off and he comes right back in. You know, he just, they, all of them, they, they, it is, those guys are fucking absolute war daddies. It's everything general managers and coaches look for in players. And listen, I you, you we're Fresno State guys, I, I'd go to war with Devontae Adams. He, he falls under that bill as well you want guys that are in the trenches in these games that not everything's in a dome and get, like you said, gonna be 35 to 32. Do you have guys that you can just be in the war zone with? Cause even early on, you're like, Mitchell's feeling his way around. But as the game went on, he starts fucking running hard. And it's just like, okay, you can just go to war with this guy. I mean, they have those guys. That's what to me was so impressive. I, I, I saw you had a tweet like, this ain't the gutless Cowboys you're playing. Like Aaron Jones, they just have guys that just kept making plays. Their defensive guys kept making plays. It's like, okay, this is just – you're just in the ring. They're throwing blows. You're throwing blows. it's It was going to come down to who had, like, at the end of the game, like, does Jimmy throw a pick? The fucking punt happened. It was just that, – that, to me, is peak NFL. If I was a 10-year-old – we were lucky enough, if you grew up on this team – to have games like this as kids. And the Niners, for whatever reason, in in my youth, and obviously in other kids' use these last decade, have just played in some of the most epic games in NFL history. Like, it's insane. Cause you gotta also factor in the storylines, right? You just beat the guy that won the back-to-back MVPs. They cruised to the one seed. They had to buy the final week of the season, right? It's like, they, they were not, I mean, they were in complete control. And, I, and we all value – like, that team is good.
1: Yes. It's not like – to me, good. they weren't I like the a soft
0: little, McCarthy teams. No, no, They no. were physical.
1: No. It very much want to play the kind of game that the 49ers want to play. Like, it felt like a match, right? This was not – Rodgers made a couple of plays. But, you know, I think it was their run game consistently in some big moments you felt like had to make a play, did or didn't. Their pass rush created a lot of problems for the 49ers they stopped the 49ers on fourth down and 1 like they played the same game the Niners played except from ahead except from ahead i
0: i don't it's not like i've studied Rashawn Gary but i didn't realize like he was still a major guy <laughs> he was, he he looked i mean at times he looked like fucking Reggie White against uh you know Tom, Tom Compton, Compton, Compton over there that was a rough matchup yep <laughs> not for
1: two guys that had uh, 500 bones on the money line though a little money line MyBookie.ag promo code Hammond the number one. That's right, that's right. The lock of the week this week, we put five hundred on, on the Niners money line. What did we? Did we get it at plus two. It actually wasn't even our lock of the week. We just did it like fuck it. It was an incredible value. Well, we did that, and we we also picked the Rams. Um, to, you know, on sunday on sunday we'll see how that as we record this uh, obviously that game hasn't happened yet my promo code ham in the number one where they will match that first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks if you accept the bonus remember you have to bet the full amount before you can withdraw funds you can also decline the bonus either way ham won let them know we sent you that's ham the number one what what was our uh, what was our number we had them i think plus it's it's the bet already cash so I, I think it was plus
0: 210 yeah so we won eleven hundred dollars Actually, sixteen hundred dollars because you get the five hundred back. I like, and that. Uh, then tomorrow, let's, let's just, come on, Rams. Let's go, Rams. Even though you know, in a weird way, I wouldn't mind seeing Brady. Like, I, I just think that I would be you just a cool moment to experience. But it'd be a cool moment to experience. I'm tired of Brady. When I assumed it was going to be like Packers Brady, right? But I, you know, I wouldn't mind. You know, Kyle Brady. Like, I, you can sign me up for that. I'm not opposed. I, I like our money. I want to win a thousand bucks and have thirty five hundo in the hopper heading into the
1: uh
0: I'm, are we placing a two thousand dollar bet on the super bowl at this rate i don't know <laughs> uh
1: the maybe we'll have enough to buy tickets by that point in time john you know um not we, a terrible idea i mean i would use the money i mean you know <clears throat> just thinking out loud just thinking out loud spitballing um so you can go to my promo code hammer the number one rams bucks of course is there bills chiefs is there as well for you um we're on the rams on sunday uh, podcast is also brought to you by DraftKings, where the Niners defense got me 21 points today. Uh, I'm in 34th place in our game. Not, you know, fantastic. MyBookie.ag, promo code. Uh, MyBookie.ag, what am I saying? DraftKings, sign up with the code HAM. Right now, uh, John Kimmerling. John Kimmerling is in first place. If you missed our game, get in the Hayroom and in a Middlecoff League for next week. Uh, John Kimmerling... Uh, uh, briefly interned for me at 1430 ESPN in Fresno and then worked in Fresno and now is a successful business guy in Chicago. So, John, a uh, shout-out to you in first place. Hope you can hold on. Top five will pay. Draft Kings, promo code HAM when you sign up, John. Yep, download the app, use the promo code HAM. What, what place did you say you were in? Uh, 34th. That's,
0: that's impressive. That's impressive. Uh, so, Top yeah, five pay. Play, uh, get in our game. It's really easy to do. You get to play, you know, keep your lineup under the salary cap. I'm in 69th place, but I got a lot of guys coming hey. in the next couple weeks. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll
1: see. So uh, lock you and load. To- oh, okay. And let's do it. Yeah, it's very easy. Everyone can play for a $1 million top prize every round of the playoffs. At DraftKings, you make a lineup, get your free shot when your new customer Use the code HAM at millions of dollars in prizes uh, in every round of the playoffs. Minimum $5 deposit is required eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And if you're listening to this before the Sunday games, you, are, you also got, you also got, you get
0: uh free shot millions of dollars. Did you mention that? I, I did. did yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> millions of dollars, get in the action conference <laughs> championship. We'll have a conference championship game, official daily fantasy partner of the NFL.
1: Also, you can go, like I was going to say before, if you're watching live or listening to this before the Sunday games, there's a bunch of just, you can go play Sunday only games, not in our league, but just go play anywhere. Just go to the main tab. And uh, pick a game. Right now, there's 105 uh, 1.5 million dollars Sunday special. Five hundred thousand dollars to first place in the Sunday only games. Highly recommend. So um, go get that. I'm skipping ahead and ask. Yeah, and let me. I,
0: I don't. Th- I don't think I forwarded this to you. We got hmm. some uh, new something here. Download the free copy app now and use the promo code HAM to play millions of dollars. That's right. Enter code HAM. Free shot at millions of dollars. Total prizes. Get in the action. Conference championship games. Official daily fantasy partner at the NFL. Like, I already mentioned this, but we're going to hammer it home. Minimum $5 required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com
1: for details. Just P's and Q's, dot in our I's, cross our no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're a little hyped up right now. High on life. High on life. It was um, – I started watching, you know, you've been telling me about it for several days. Other people have been tweeting about it. I started watching the Joe Montana documentary on Saturday morning. Flipped it on. There was some college basketball on. I was like, I'm feeling football right now. And so I went to Peacock TV and started watching the Montana Doc. You flipped on the cock, yeah. And guess what happened? Uh, it started with highlights of Joe Montana winning games he wasn't supposed to win at Notre Dame. Thirty-eight, 17-point uh, underdogs they were his junior year at, at the Cotton Bowl against Texas. They blew him out. It was like 38-13 to 13 or something like that. Absolute ass kicker. Then he came to the 49ers and became a legend. And then the Niners turned out legends in the 90s, and Harbaugh created legendary legendary moments, even though they didn't win a Super Bowl. And in a franchise with a long laundry list of legendary wins, this is in the room. It's not Tier 1. It's not a championship. Long way yeah. to go. But this is, in a legendary franchise's collection, a legendary win against the Packers.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the, the Bengals Super Bowls, where he came back a couple times, They obviously had some blowout Super Bowl wins. The one that I remember, those are in their own tier. Anytime you go to a Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, there's nothing like it. I would put though any any playoff game, just because of what's on the line, first, second, or third round. Like you can have like Harbaugh's legendary win at Green Bay for even though it was the first round, was incredible. (laughs) We went like that was just it was mind blowing how badass that win was. I actually think that was the most impressive win of the Harbaugh tenure I think today tonight at Lambeau Field against the number one seed and the way the last you know month that played in for them to get in how they won the playoff game last week is the most impressive win it's more impressive than the NFC championship game against the Packers because that Packer team wasn't as good now obviously that win got them to the Super Bowl and this win only gets them to the third round of the playoffs where they still have to they're still 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl. This win though in a vacuum what we just witnessed was on the road, the elements, the the way the game started guy to take like we talked about to open up the show. You're in the octagon and they take a fucking headshot, 7 nothing and you're just like, "Oh my god." Devontae Adams killing them. You're like, how are they going to score with these guys? And they just held it to 7-0 for like the next 30 minutes. And it was just, they just held it. And it was, that was hardball like Because this defense, it's weird, doesn't quite feel like that, though they've kind of turned into that. The, the, the way they're playing right now is remarkable. And then just, obviously, to win the game, to just be in the locker room, right, as we're recording, they're in the locker room, probably freezing their fucking ass off, thawing out probably just on the floor, body bag game, like their own body bags, like they're all injured. It's incredible, like I, I just don't, it doesn't get any better than that. Now it would next week if you win to go to the Super Bowl, but that the game next week, you could win the game next week and it wouldn't be as impressive as what we just witnessed on the road. Like If you win at SoFi, it's impossible for it to be as impressive. It, the, the, the weather, it was negative whatever degrees. It was freezing fucking cold. To me that's the like that game I have so much respect for every guy that participated in that game. If you I ever meet a guy on the Packers one day that's like, yeah, I was a special teams guy. I might be like, well, you're going to suck." But I'd be like, "God, what I, you'd want to know about that game. What was it like? You see the quote from their linebacker like w- when you lose feelings in your toes and your hands, that's when you find out who wants to play football." And I was yeah. like, "That is a quote."
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right, right? The display of uh, you're not saying that it's more impressive the w- where it sits in terms of what it accomplished, but just you're not supposed to win this game, right? They were the biggest – they are the biggest underdog of this weekend. Um, they are playing the one seed, and home field advantage I think in some ways isn't what it used to be, right? I think crowds aren't quite as loud in some stadiums because you got more suites. You don't have uh, – you get more replays, so like the refs getting intimidated or your your hometown clock operator killing a couple of seconds, although Dallas had that last week. It's not quite the same. The greatest home field advantage, of course, is sound. Weather is right there with it. And it's not just that you were on the road. And that was, I think, a hallmark of some of those Harbaugh teams. Yes, they went on the road a lot, but specifically going on the road in frigid Green Bay, Kaepernick, no sleeves, that's where legends are made. Right. That's probably, of all the Harbaugh games that didn't involve either the Seahawks or the Super Bowl, the number one game that gets talked about. And the weather was a big part of that. This game, you're behind. Everyone watching it knows you are on your heels. You needed two special teams blocks. Garoppolo at halftime of that game was trending for one of the weirdest, worst box scores ever. He was three of nine, 43 yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick and a QB rating, whatever you think that's worth, of 10.2. You were down a starting cornerback who two months ago everyone wanted off the field, and now everyone wanted back on the field. Then the game starts, and Devontae Adams catches four balls on the first drive. Every throw that Aaron – actually, three balls on the first drive. Every throw, Aaron Rodgers completed four balls on the first drive, all for first downs. Every single one of them. Why well, I don't think, guy, they didn't have a
0: third down on that first drive. They didn't. They didn't. They never got the third they, down. Yeah,
1: well, it just <laughs> felt like, oh my god. So then, like you said, with the thing that feels like your weakness, you're hanging on for dear life, and they pulled it together. Rogers, 225 passing yards, 20 to 29, hit the under. I've been talking about the under for two weeks now. Dak hit the under. Rogers hit the under. This is now 16 of 19 quarterbacks they've played They've hit their under on yardage. And if someone tweeted at me after the second Niner series, good to see D'Amico finally made it back from his job interview. That was the best job interview that D'Amico's done. I don't care how good he was in the room with whoever he's been talking to. That was the best job interview D'Amico has ever had. It just—it's
0: one of those wins that you you have forever, and legends become legends in sports in in the playoffs. Whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball, whether it's football you know, in, in tennis it's the grand slams and golf it's the majors they just are more important it, it's not arguable it just means more there are more people watching uh, it's why i think during the regular season the primetime games can just feel bigger right sunday night monday night cuz they are standalone environment and there's <coughs> nothing like the standalone environment that is the playoffs because it's the one and done factor <clears throat> everything is it's just march madness i mean you lose your season's over and the amount of people now that just consume the NFL, so that those two brands—I mean, I'm thinking—watching this game, I mean, it's, you're talking about two of the biggest brands that we have in American sports. You know, and, and I think one thing that makes the Packers so cool is they're this little town. I think you talk about the box and the and just the changing of sports, the venues, and I think mm-hmm. Levi's plays a role in that. And definitely, you know, if they play at SoFi next week, that is the modern day version of everything that Lambo is not. Look at tonight, A Rod. I mean, A Rod has seven million girlfriends in his life. I mean, holy shit, that guy's always got time around I mean,
1: Buck and Aikman could barely keep it together. <laughs> they,
0: well, Aikman started laughing because of the chick that was with him. It was, it was funny. He was sitting in the stands. They, they, they don't. I've never been to Lambeau. Like they don't have boxes there. Like it's you sit in the stands. They, they, there's. Listen, I'm not trying to get sappy here, but there is a purity to that environment that is. It's closer, just where they're playing. It does feel closer to like something Lombardi or Walsh would have experienced than what we're going to experience probably next week, right? You know, if the game, hopefully, the Rams win and we cash more money at SoFi. It's just not what it looks like. It's like going to like, a, you know, an Oculus or you know when you first got like a talk radio. But but there's a purity to it. You know, it's it was that was fucking badass. Now it was. I thought it was gonna be badass. I, I did. I was not confident they were gonna win. I, I had zero confidence until they blocked the punt because I, I just started doing the math. I'm like, how are they gonna be able to score 11 right. more points?
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> or I guess eight more points because they weren't gonna go for two. So they were gonna need a touchdown, then probably another field goal. I'm just like, I don't. How are they gonna get two sustained drives? Once they blocked the field goal, you and I were on here just kind of watching the last five minutes together. I'd say it's it's got to be. I mean, it's one of the more game changing plays. I mean, in the history of the franchise. Now, it's it, you, you, you had a name for it. It's you know they have some legendary plays with I don't know some of the greatest players ever. These are role players as part of special teams, unless they but just the that that play. And I, I would argue the 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 field goal block. We'll get into Hightower, but it's just the, I mean, now Jimmy Ward is a starting player for a team, and he's been a starting player on a Super Bowl team. Like he's a. People know who Jimmy Ward is like, in the yeah. NFL, let alone the 49er fans. But those two guys doing that, having that moment. just I, Whenever a punt is blocked, field, I, I would say field goal and punts are blocked. It is a jarring play, right?
1: It's, yes. It's just a jarring moment. Because they happen all the time, and it's just always kind of business as usual, right? Some guys rush. Some guys block. Nobody really gets anywhere. Everyone agrees to run the other way. Right, and that's not what happened. And then the ball. The other thing is the ball's loose, and I'm trying to think. Like, wait, does it have to go past the line of scrimmage? What the hell's going on here? I'm the thinking Ryan the, Machado. Remember <laughs> the, the block? That. And it was like, can they touch it? I was like, what are the rules? I didn't They're want to go. say it. I already said it once on the podcast two years ago, and he immediately DM'd me. Um, but uh, it's a first. You know, State young shit should, uh, should uh, happen. It was a good time. Yeah, a good time. Yeah. But uh, I, I want to go back to what you said about legendary moments happen in the playoffs. I I don't. It's 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 partly that right. I think it's partly they happen when you're not supposed to be the team that wins, too. Like, let's say that uh, the Niners tie the game and then Rodgers leads them down and scores a touchdown and the Packers win the game. That's a legendary moment for Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, I'm but, laughing at the pictures of uh, Kyle Shanahan in his, like, ski suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just tweeted. It looks like he just played Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. Um, but if Rod- let's say Rogers leads the Packers down, John, and wins the game with like no time left or whatever, that's legendary. That's legendary. Also, but it it just it would have felt different. I think it always feels different when you're the team that's not supposed to be there. And then I and then you take it a step further. This team was what two and four and three and five headed into November, mid November. Guy, it was ugly. Was three and five. So you you say three and five, right? Then you say biggest underdog. Then you say it's freezing. Then you say Garoppolo through. I'll have to check the PFF numbers, but here's PFF Haberman here to tell you about five interceptable balls. I don't know if those are the official numbers, but it felt sketchy. But I think that goes Wait, back- you, don't, you don't like the out flat route to running backs that are just standing there with the with the DBs running full speed? I prefer it from the opposite hash off a of back foot. That's actually when it's uh, perfect. <laughs> Troy's like, just look. You
0: can pick it off. Just look. <laughs> so what I the always say,
1: Stokes would have, Stokes would have taken it to the house. <laughs> I mean, it would be, oh my god, when he wasn't looking. This is when you said earlier when you said it's better than the NFC Championship win against the Packers. I think the other thing is, and I always say this. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. And I and I think it's like that game from the jump. Everything went their way. <laughs> They kicked their ass. And sometimes those games just happen to you, and you take them, and you did it, and you get credit for it. And they were also favored at home, like you said. Yeah, for sure. And this Packer team is better than that Packer team was. And that Niner team was better, I think, than this Niner team. There's been some internet arguments. There's been some internet arguments. You remember Joe Staley came on our show, and maybe among others, said uh, this is better than 19 team before the year. And halfway through the season, like, well, it's not even a conversation. But all of a sudden, you look up and you're like, "Damn! I mean, this this team's pretty damn good." Well, De- well, D-
0: Debo's better than anything they had, and Kittle is a better player now. I mean, you, there are some arguments to be made. You know, yeah. the, all the a lot of the defensive guys are back. They're missing Buckner, but
1: my my ultimate <laughs> is he coming back? Or no? Well, what about Kinlaw? Is he, can he, is he eligible next week, or is he you know, microfracture? I, I I think my my ultimate point though is just that when. Uh, when things don't go perfectly Like those are the moments When legends are made right the Mon- All these Montana games that everyone Talks about are not the ones that he led 31 To 13 going into the fourth quarter it's the ones he Trailed 31 to 13 going Into the fourth quarter Well, you, did, how, did, how many episodes of that did you watch did you
0: get to like Their Super Bowls like when they beat Marino No I've episode one I've just gotten through his college which is his crazy story, but, like, you don't really... Do you notice the Super Bowls that they really talk about with Montana? And you and I, were we lived through a couple, but we were two or three years old. Are the Bengal ones, where he makes plays to come back, they do not mention him beating... I mean, it's a moment, but, like, what the game was like against Marino at Stanford Stadium. You know why? Because they beat the living piss out of him. Like, the, the defining game for Joe are the catch, are... Even Steve. The defining game for Steve was... <clears throat> beating a Cowboy team that had beat them back-to-back years. The, uh, the throw to Terrell Owens, right? The, some of the games with Favre that you remember, some of the games with Peyton Manning. The, the number one Peyton Manning game I, I'll never forget is when he's down 24-7 at halftime against the Patriots in 06. And he brings them back and they end up winning his, he wins his first Super Bowl. Like, y- you become a legend by winning games that, also whether you're favored or not, like, are you down in the game? Is there a moment when everyone that's watching the game in these playoff games now it's pretty clear? Like, listen, uh, I'm rooting for Andy Reid tomorrow, but I, I, I'm an NFC guy. I, I just feel like the NFC is just bigger. I, I could be wrong. We'll see the ratings, but I just I, I, I'm an NFC guy. Well, if I the, the NFC is bigger with a Saturday night game,
1: it's <clears> inarguable. <throat> I mean, niners yeah. Packer, pretty big.
0: So you just like you just get these moments on the road you never forget the playoff wins when you're down because every single human's thinking there couldn't have been many humans. There weren't any 49er fans unless you're like family of the team and you can just stay optimistic. They weren't thinking we're going to lose this game. And every Packer fan has to be thinking like we're going to win this game. Guy, they were, they were driving up seven to three in the fourth quarter with like eight minutes left. The Packers had the ball. And I'm thinking if they score a touchdown and go 14 to three, the score is going to say 14 to three. It's going to feel like 35 to three and the game's going to be over yet. Somehow they had like this penalty it was like first, it was like second goal at the five. They got this penalty, brought him back. Then they, they tackled. I think uh, Devontae Adams, Emmanuel Mosley had the sweet tackle. Then they got yeah. a sack and they held him to a field goal. And all of a sudden it's 10, three and even 10, three felt Not like 21 seven.
1: Eric Armstead's first of back-to-back third down sacks <laughs> on the last two Packers drives. But even when it was 10, three,
0: you're feeling like you got a chance just because of the math, but it was still that's a it wasn't your typical like mid October seven point deficit, right? Seven, 10-3 felt bigger than ten to three, and and Packer fans had to think, we're in the driver's seat. How are they gonna score? They can't really move the ball. They only have one real pass play. It's a slant to Kittle that they probably didn't call enough. No, they did and, not. <laughs> you know. And it's just like, even if they do get, get these scoring numbers. drives, it, t- it takes the Niners a long time. Because I looked up, I was like, oh, I wonder what time we're going to start. You know, it's the middle of the fourth quarter. And I look at my clock, it's 7.30. And I'm like, God, this game's going pretty fast. Because I just, you know, you just you do this long enough, you know the times of like a typical yeah. Sunday night or Monday night game that midway through the fourth quarter, you're talking like, you usually like 8 o'clock. And I'm like, well, there's just a lot of run plays. It's just, that was, fu- it was just the intensity of, of them being down, and and somehow I, I still you know probably thirty minutes removed, they won the football game. And the biggest reason they won the football game is uh, because of a unit that uh, I think we've started an internet revolution, and a movement that uh, that had merit and was not we weren't pulling it out of our ass. I actually got to the point where I've started to feel bad but I watched the unit over and over. And they're so terrible that it's like, I don't totally feel bad. This is the NFL, <clears throat> but then all week, when I've heard about, well, you know, the Packers unit is even worse. I'm just thinking to myself, it's going to be really hard. If at anything, they're just, they're probably neutral. You know, they're both really shitty. And somehow the game happened. It's like the 49ers special teams unit in Hightower. tower, is dramatic. He looked like Bill Belichick compared to their unit. That's crazy. They, the special teams and Richard Hightower won this game. They cannot win the game if they don't block the field goal. That was a, that was a three point swing, which, you know, could have been even worse because fucking Jimmy, they're calling timeouts, throws the pick and then leads it. That was an incredible moment to end the half, but the punt, I mean, that won them the game. The punt block won them the game because they were not going to get seven points. They did not have seven points in their offense. I I mean, they went 60 minutes and they right. no offensive points,
1: no offensive touchdowns. They just won a playoff game on the road with zero offensive touchdowns. How many times were they in the red zone? Just the one time? Maybe a couple times. Baby zone. Well, no, because they had two red zone. They had three red zone penalties. Also, they They had the interception and they had the Robbie gold field goal. Yeah, they had the offensive face mask from Dorsey Levin's Elijah Mitchell. They you had like the ch- that call? No, I hate that call. You're not allowed to do that if you're an offensive guy? I'm not trying to like act like some homer, but uh, that to me felt a little soft. As a PFT commenter said, the 49ers special teams coach Richard Hightower was also the special teams coach for the Washington Redskins in 2013. <laughs> I mean, it is one of the great redemptions, John. One of the great redemptions. The blocked field goal, like you said, And uh, I think the Hufanga, the the Willis block and the Hufanga touchdown, it's just one of the greatest, most incredible plays I've ever seen in my entire life watching football because of what you said. It felt so hard to get down and score a touchdown. It's so unexpected. It's, You know, they, they did build a statue for Steve Gleason, John, outside of the Superdome. I know it was the first game back after Katrina. But those plays, like end zone blocks and end zone touchdowns, are answered prayers. When you need a special teams punt block touchdown, you are asking, please, God, I need a bolt of lightning right now. That's what you're asking for. And I need it right here in this spot. And it's just, I mean, I don't know how many times I asked Twitter. Two kicks have been blocked in the same playoff game. But just blocking a punt is one thing. Blocking a punt and scoring a touchdown on that play is another thing. Blocking a punt and scoring a touchdown in a playoff game when you cannot score a touchdown on offense? It's, I, I mean, it. I don't think I'm being over the top. I've thought a lot about it in the 20, 30 minutes since it happened. I think it's one of the most incredible unique special plays in the history of the sport. I mean, now there's a mil- there's, you know, there's a thousand that are in that category. There really are. There's a thousand, it's not a it didn't happen in the Super Bowl, but it did happen in the playoffs, in the elite eight. There's there's probably 5,000 plays in that category of like just the craziest plays. But whatever category that is, that plays in it. I mean, it just it's it's insane. It was exactly what they needed when they needed it. And it was a long shot. <clears throat> Pro football talk.
0: Packers coach Matt LaFleur on only having 10 players on the field on the final field goal attempt. That's unacceptable. That's on me. Their guy, their special teams coach, I want to apologize for Hightower in the sense of that putting him in the same realm as this guy. Because I've heard a lot about this. The Packers playing so many games against like the Lions and the Bears that just don't matter. So I I didn't even put that much stock into it. Like the the Hightower was doing it against the tight, like in these huge moments, they they were cruising to wins. Like, oh, it's like, whatever. You get a punt blocked and you win by 30 points. Right. It really was that bad. I I underestimate, like that's, is this guy ever going to be a special teams coach in the NFL again? Like it's, he probably had one of the worst special team seasons in the history of the league because they were dead last. And then to have that happen in a playoff game, like you said, the, the huge part of this special teams moment is that the offense could not score a fucking touchdown. Could not score a touchdown. Honestly, didn't really get that close. <laughs> they didn't really get that close, and it felt as the game went on that they were not going to score a touchdown. Honestly, the closest they got was probably the Kittle drop, where he probably would have walked into the end zone. He would have walked into the end zone. You thought so? I I texted someone. I said worst case scenario. Just because there
1: were there are DBs back there, maybe he gets hawked at like the 10, but he's fast. Yeah, I mean he, the the line of scrimmage was the thirty-seven yard line on that play. So he it probably hit his hands at what, the twenty-five? Something like that, not seeing it. I mean it maybe further down the field, twenty-three.
0: But and he had smoked the guy covering him. The, the yeah. other
1: guys were spread
0: out. Maybe it's I mean, why he it dropped open grass. That that when that happened early in the game, one thing I've really improved on is I don't overreact to early stuff anymore in in football games in the in the NFL. Just because of the ebb and flow, and you've seen it now with the first ten. But that was a game; it was just hard. Like Rodgers wasn't going to throw a pick. How are they going to do it in Hightower? The the play that went, you know, your guy. I didn't know your buddies. Will Blackman tweeted out the video of the chop because what you do in a special teams. Is like a guy blocks the guy in front of him, but also gives like the forearm shiver, or extends his arm to the to the other guy. Well, as he's doing it, I, maybe it was Willis too. It might have been ninety four. Chops his hand so Jimmy gets a free run because the Jimmy block that's as easy of a block field goal as you ever see. He was he was right in front of the I holder. Know. He was like this. I mean, did they you see like someone here? Someone forwarded me the video. <laughs> Someone's like, what is Josh Norman doing? Josh Norman's celebrating the balls on the ground. Like, picking it up, trying to run. What, what the fuck? Josh Norman's jumping up and
1: down. <laughs> I got a text He's from a buddy engaged. that was like, Josh Norman, leave him at halftime. What is he doing? I did uh, a New Mexico-Utah State game with Will Blackman. You missed that one? Day after Thanksgiving? I don't, I don't think I caught many snaps. 10 a.m. At oh, that, that 10 a.m. <laughs> Day after Thanksgiving game. But the uh, chop
0: of the hand. That, it was incredible. Uh, that's where I give Hightower. If, I Somebody think, in the chat.
1: Who was that? I don't think that that's, that's, that's just a play?
0: random, like, uh, no. you know, ad
1: lib play by the guy, right? That's schemed. It's taught, right? Now, I, somebody in the chat earlier said Jared Willis, the greatest Willis to ever wear a Niner jersey. <laughs> Do you see Patrick Willis on Twitter was calling for Trey Lance?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's something I, oh, Debo, he's walking around happy. Okay, he's, uh, he's
1: moving. Yeah, there's also, I like that, I appreciate somebody uh, fell death. Uh, giving us pasting a Mayoko tweet, Trent Williams in the x-ray room. He's on crutches. So we'll get, you know, by the time, again, if you're listening to this, you might already know what the what the news is. And the news is uh, uh, Trent Williams is going to become the first player to play in a, in a foot cast next week. <laughs> How about the fourth and one play that did not work? Sorry. Anyway, with special teams, Debo, do you think it's Kyle's decision to put Debo out there and kickoff return? Like he says, do that here? Or do you think that Hightower makes that call? I think it's kind it of worked. all
0: three of them. I think Debo's like, hey, man, I'll do it. I mean, it's just something he was great at at South Carolina. Kyle has to okay it because he's a double whammy. He's the head coach, and he's the play caller.
1: Well, his plays all revolve around this guy. I got to think the first one coming out of the locker room to start the second half is probably just, hey, we're going to have Debo return it coming out, right?
0: And Maybe that's a really the plan. Good all, return.
1: Is that possible? A plan all week? Yeah. We
0: defer. We've been deferring. We come out of the half, and we go to him. Yeah. Why is Kittle in
1: Jeopardy? Well, he was limping around too. I don't know somebody on the we're trying to do a show here, so we appreciate you guys hitting us with uh, the updates from twitter now the the Trent someone tweeted like late in the game
0: like they just had a chip on Trent's side like Trent was hurting <laughs> you know yeah he was he was clearly battled through like a like a bad m f or he is, but he was. He was in pain for a lot of like game. his ankle. I don't know what it was. How about the play where they shifted him? I mean, they did it twice, but when it actually worked and he absolutely hit a guy that was already engaged and that guy flew. <laughs> I can't like it's. It doesn't look like it's moving that fast, just because NFL. You know he's a bigger guy. Can you imagine the power and velocity that player on the Packers felt when that guy connected? <laughs> like I, I, like, I mean, like, why are you holding me did. up for this? I, I, I would imagine he'll tell people this week. I have never, and this guy's an NFL player, starting in a in a for one of the best teams in the league. I bet he's like I've never come close to getting hit that hard in my entire life. He flew. And then he hit another guy. And the the Niners guy kind of flew off to the side, too, Dwelly.
1: He loves a good shift. Oh, by the way, can we add one other thing on Hightower? Yeah. Robbie Gold made the kick. (laughs) Robbie Gold, I mean, I know it wasn't, uh, you know, tuck rule level snow, but I saw Grant Cohen tweeted a video pregame of Robbie warming up and he kicked one from the forty, so a fifty yard kick that came up like I don't even think it got to the middle of the end zone. So you and I were before we started the show, we're watching the game, sitting here talking to each other, yelling at each other. And we we're trying to figure out exactly where can he kick it. And as that after I think the first or the second down play, maybe it was after the first down play, Hightower goes to Robbie and asks him, and you said you could read his lips, and he said fifty-five.
0: Well, I think I could see Hightower ask him, and then he goes 55, and he shakes his head, and then he walks away. So I think he just repeated what Robbie
1: said to him. So, I mean, maybe, maybe Robbie, pregame, you're cold. Now he's warm. You got some adrenaline. But he kicked it. It was straight off his foot. But given the video I'd seen and given that none of the kicks for either team were getting to the end zone on kickoff return. I kind of held my breath like, is the ball going to get there? He obviously knew because he ran off immediately arm in the air, like you said, walked it off like he was uh, uh, Kendry Morales (laughs) before he jumped on home plate and broke his leg. And uh, he knew it. I mean, that's – Robbie Gold has been low drama and nails for them. He's had an incredible season. He has been – he's
0: been awesome. Now, he was good before. You know, I I don't – it's like I'm not gonna go over the top on Hightower, <laughs> but you know for for Robbie. But it's just it's an underrated part on a team that you know we saw the Cowboys and they were going through it with Greg the leg. Like what's going up with him? The Niners have you know it's like a bullpen, you know, or guys that can just hit free throws. They have not really had to worry at all. Like he's come out. Now, he makes us nervous, and I think some people get nervous, but he has hit all of his kicks.
1: I can't even remember why I get nervous. Me either. He's hit all of his kicks.
0: That's got to be the biggest kick of his life. I also think this guy, back to the legendary win, anytime you walk off a game, like you end the game, especially on a field goal with no time left on the road, it just doesn't happen that often in playoff games, No. walk off field goal. I mean, it happened, it's the reason the Bengals were such a big deal. Even though that game felt kind of like junior-versity compared to the night game, just in terms of the brands and everything. But to the Bengals, walk off field goal on the road, it's, it doesn't get much better than that. Cause there, there's no such thing really in football as like walk off touchdowns. It's just hard. Most times, you know, like what Renfro remember, like even him, I think they still had to kick off. Like most times there's a little time left on the clock, or maybe there's a touchdown with like a minute, but walk off field goals are something very, very consistent in football in college in the pros, right? It's the equivalent of a walk off home run, you know, hitting the final putt on 18 to win. Like you just walk it off or you miss it. And it's just a devastating blow. And when you walk off a field goal on the road, I'd argue that's the sweetest play in football. And usually, like how you get there, you know, it always depends. Like, do you have a sweet drive, you know, for the 49ers? They got a huge Debo play to get them in
1: position because we're doing the math. We're like, can he hit like a 56 yarder? Can he hit a 454 yarder? And then Debo gets the first down. Yeah, are they going to be in a position where Aaron's getting the ball back because they're too far to kick it, but they go for it on third down. And they But they didn't they, 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 three, they didn't have three. They didn't
0: have three timeouts. So the Niners no. were kind of dictating the terms. And then Debo has the play, but then someone falls on his ankle. And it is one of the most athletic limp-offs you've ever seen. He limps off the entire field on one leg, you know? And he bounces the whole way. He ran like a and 5 four forty on one. <laughs> Guy, he had multiple injuries in the game. The 49ers best player
1: j- limped off the field or ran off the field injured multiple times with multiple injuries. I, I think, I don't know what that first injury was on the third down play where he ended up you know, kind Stinger, of going maybe? down and then they go he well he got multi- lit up. He got lit up. Yeah, multiple times this year, he just needs a rest. Now, I think football is pretty underrated for how many things happen that hurt that don't really pop out on TV, right? I think on the second injury on that big third down run, he got a helmet right to the thigh, maybe took a couple steps and then it deadened up on him. It's freezing cold. But I we've seen him multiple times this year. He's returning kicks, he's carrying the ball, he's a decoy on like every other play that he doesn't get the ball on. So he's blocking. We saw multiple times him blocking. He's catching the ball. He's running a hundred miles an hour. He's getting hit from every angle, holding on for dear life as they try to strip the ball. So the I, I think he gets absolutely gassed. Like he gets pushed to the, he is climbing Mount Everest, pushed to the limit, his body. And I did wonder the first time he went down, if he just like, I'm just going down, I'm hurt but I also cannot breathe. I mean, I can't tell you how many times. You know, like it's a kickoff return, then it's the ball on the first play of the drive. It's like somebody get this man some oxygen. It's really
0: the guy incredible. I wrote Debo took him to the 50. Next play was a Debo run, then it was another Debo play. It's just like a Debo drive. <laughs> until the until the Elijah Mitchell penalty on the face mask, Debo had like four straight plays including the kickoff, and he was just he got him 60 70 yards himself. Kickoff return, running the ball, uh, the the quick screen. They gave him a quick screen. He was just, he was going Michael Jordan. Like, I, I I think sometimes we can hype up a player. Like, I don't think it can be overstated how dominant this guy's been down the stretch. And now, granted, no one's arguing that. Like, everyone is in agreement. Part of it is they've, it's just all their games now have been primetime games. They've played the the Tennessee game. That was the night game. you know, Or that was the Thursday night game. Then the uh, week 17 game against the Rams was the national television Fox game that mattered the most. Then obviously the playoff game and this one, and he's had the other moments against all those teams. But he's now had four primetime games where it's just been, this guy's the best player on the field. And he's doing fucking everything. everything. Slants, runs, kickoff returns, well, lipping just- to the sideline, and then like kind of shaking it off and going back in. And then his his videos are going viral of him screaming at Kyle like, Kyle! Kyle, throw me the ball. Kyle. <laughs> I love it when a player calls a coach by his first name. I know.
1: <laughs> I think you talk, you're talking about the first drive of the second half, right? Where he returns the kick to the 50. Then the second and five, he gets four yards on a toss. Then he gets the receiver screen, which it like it looked like it was going to get tipped. There's traffic everywhere. Somehow Next he snatches it, it, runs for 17 yards. Then they hand him the ball. He runs for five. Then the next play was Mitchell's first down run. Probably Debo gets the ball again after that, if it wasn't for the offensive face mask. And but then he actually got, got them, him. He got, them three po- he got them three points. He got them three points. Well yeah, like, third yeah, and five. He takes the screen and and they're able to kick a field goal just because he picked up five yards. I mean, they probably would have kicked the field goal anyway, but um and then that was the play he got hurt on. He got him down to the twelve yard line. So it's I mean, it's it really is like watching a division four high school game. Where just one guy does everything for the team. Everything. Yeah, Except I mean, it's the yes. NFL. And he's not the only guy that does stuff for them, but it sure feels like sometimes that he does. Well, it's like if you didn't watch this game, and this is why you can't box score scout. I don't think you
0: can box score scout sports, especially big games. You you, you can't because you have to watch it. He had three catches for 44 yards. He had 10 carries for 40 yards. And, you know, he had the return for whatever, uh, 45 yards. He had multiple returns, but I mean, the one return was the big one, right? Forty-five yards. Like that box score does not do what I witnessed justice. They, they, <laughs> they would not, even with the special teams plays, like they're not in the game without him. They they lose, like they, they lose ten to nothing. They just lose ten to nothing. It it's just he put well, how them many on the yards back. of offense that they have. Uh, well, they had one hundred and thirty yards. Jimmy threw for 130 yards, and they had 100 yards rushing, so they had 230, 237 yards. Now, do you minus the sacks? I'm just looking at the... Oh, okay. I just, by those numbers, he had 35% of their yards in the game. Total yards, they had 212 yards, because I guess you minus the sacks, right? So he had 40% of their offense, yardage. 40% of their offense. Doesn't even feel like... The other thing that I think every human's in agreement that watches football and even players from the 70s and 80s is the importance of quarterbacks with the rules now. Like it's a quarterback league. It's a quarterback league. You got to have an Allen. You got to have a Lamar. You got to have a Mahomes. You got to have a Rodgers. You got to have a Brady. It's unheard of that a non-quarterback can carry the offense every week for, for two and a half months now. He's like, yeah, get on my back. Now, obviously, they have other good offensive players. You know, I mean, Kittle was really good today. Like he made some huge plays, even just, I mean, that one catch that he bounced back after the drop was remarkable. I think it,
1: that catch changed the game, right? Because it was, they were struggling to get yardage. The first down play had been deflected. That was second down. If he doesn't catch it, then they're in a third and 10. And they're not, was that that wasn't their first, first down of the game, but yeah, I think, it, I think it was. was it. It was. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It, it, was. Was, it was their first, through, first through down of through the their game. first four drives. They did not have a first down. Yeah. That was their fifth drive. It was sex, so they were about to get third and ten,
0: which probably wouldn't have been conducive for a first down.
1: Now Jimmy ends up throwing the pick anyway, but you know, on that. Drive. I didn't think when Jimmy did his Tony Romo
0: scramble, I, I had faith that when it when it left his hand, I'm like, this is gonna be
1: badass. No, <laughs> you know, uh, you, back to Debo. You know the other thing about Debo, like he's the guy that leads him out of the locker room with Trent Williams. That's the other part of Debo Samuel, right? And Jimmy seems content. Jimmy's the next guy in line, but Debo and Trent Williams lead the way. And you're right; he kind of if you if you can't have explosive plays down the field in your pass game, then how does your offense get explosive plays? Because what what is hard to do if you can't throw the ball down the field? Then it's even harder to run. If you can't throw the ball down the field, if your quarterback doesn't make the defense uncomfortable, then how do you ever get explosives? Well, they get explosives a variety of ways. Shanahan's one of them. But it's just getting the ball to Debo. He runs through traffic at an incredible speed. And I don't know if part of it is just his, his physicality, like his body, that he's confident running that fast. If somebody clips him, he's not going to go flying, right? It's dangerous to run in space. Uh, it's dangerous to run in a confined space really fast if you're small. You get hit really hard. But for him, I mean, he runs in space. It's like when you see those videos of a car driving and you stay on the fast car. It's like a KTLA and you just see that motorcycle before the guy goes flying and dies live on television. And it just, everyone else is just like flying, just that guy stagnant. Died. He's just flying by. Guy died. Yeah. Just nothing. Just KTLA live death on the TV. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. Just live motorcycle death. Pretty what? Normal. Normal business as usual. FCC shouldn't take notice. Um, but. <laughs> Debo runs so fast through everybody. You know, I, I I just don't know. Just because you find somebody that looks like him and has some of his measurables and can catch the ball and run the ball, you're not getting Debo Samuel. Because part of the package with Debo Samuel is this unmatched desire to compete through pain that is just. I mean, it's leadership. It's ab- It's leadership. It's what it is. Well,
0: Debo's become one of the best players in the league, but like the best wide receiver in the league plays for the Packers. Yep. And I, This is a Devontae Adams fan club. Fresno State guy. I love Devontae Adams. Do you think if they had done some plays for Devontae Adams like Debo, because he was awesome today, but also just put him in the backfield, it doesn't feel like he would look like that. It just doesn't
1: feel like it, well, does it? No, I mean, maybe the better way to ask that question is, who could you do it with that it would feel like that for? Tyreek Hill. Because Devontae probably. Adams is a wide receiver, and he's one of the best there is at a time when a be- a great receiver can change the game, as he did, until the Niners started treating him like Steph and boxing won them the rest of the game. Genius. I mean, D'Amico and that defense was, after that first drive, incredible really was. They survived the Josh Norman possession. Yeah, give me a stat. Stat that.
0: Beside Devontae Adams, uh, no other wide receiver had more than six
1: yards on the Green Bay Packers. Well, Alan Lazard had one catch. That's it. Who? That was the only other reception? Then they gave the end around to Equinemius St. Brown or whatever. Aaron Jones, a running back, had nine for 129. And a
0: huge part of that was the, you know, or you know, the bomb that he caught for 75 yards. Devontae had a nine for 90. Lazard had one for six. Mercedes had a catch, but he got zero yards. <laughs> so beside Devontae Adams, nine for 90, they one other wide receiver had a catch that gained yards. That's pretty nuts. Now, Aaron Jones was very productive for him. Aaron Jones was really good today. He the guy's good. The guy's a good player. But you had to get some more production out of your other... Like, the one thing with the 49ers is, you know, Elijah Mitchell had some catches. Juwan Jennings had the one catch. Kittle had a couple catches. Now, granted, there just weren't that many. There were 31 total catches today combined with Jimmy and Aaron. So it just it's somewhat limited. Uh, but still, like, I, I think the Packers, they they got nothing out of anyone else. Is it possible that D'Amico Ryan's a
1: better defensive coordinator than Robert Sala? I don't think it's uh, it's out of the realm of possibility. I mean, the 2019 team was second in the league in points allowed. Sorry. The 2019 team was eighth in the league in points allowed. This team is seventh. The 2019 team was eighth in the league in points allowed. This team is ninth. Okay. The 2019 team was second in yards. This team is third. We don't fact check here, so who cares? <laughs> uh, I think this team... Definitely has more challenges in terms of it's secondary. And I don't think you can give D'Amico all the credit. Obviously, Chris Kaserik is one of well, the I'm best in real. what he does <laughs> <laughs> to ever do it. I mean, it's just wave after wave after wave, right? Guy, He's he making is,
0: guys that no one's ever heard of. Well, he does for d
1: linemen what Kyle Shanahan does for running backs.
0: Who are these guys? Who are these guys? Besides, well,
1: like you said to me, I'll, you, you said it. And Eric Armstead's having the best year of his career, it feels like. He is dominating right now. He
0: is, you want him on your team. He was not. I actually thought he was a little overrated in 19. Uh he is not overrated right now. Like he is he is a dominant force. Uh, obviously, Bosa is an incredible force, but they are doing the rest of the six, seven guys are not people that are highly. If we just like got access to like 10 NFL teams. Give you their rankings of defensive linemen around the league. Like it, the Niners' group would not be high, beside you, you, you know, everyone else. DJ Jones, solid player, but definitely the pass rushers, the, the, Jordan Willis, Ebukam. Like the, the, they got these
1: guys for nothing. They street guys, Arden Key, Omenihu, Omenahu. Sorry, it's just it's nuts. It, it's
0: D'Amico. I don't know if it's out of the realm of possibility that he gets offered a job. I mean, it, you know, what we don't know is how he interviewed,
1: but well, he's, he's got I'll the tell pedig- you,
0: he's, he's really smart, and he's a high-level guy. I can't imagine he didn't interview poorly. Uh, yeah, he's a I player. Would. The other thing is he's a player. Yeah, he's got One the- advantage I think he would have, he's talked to a lot of people as a player, right? Media stuff, interacting with coaches. Like, a lot of times, I think when coaches interview for the first time, like, D'Amico met, you know when he met owners? When uh, he was drafted in the second round, Defensive Player of the Year, he just talked to McNair a lot. And I don't know when the, when we traded for him with the Eagles, he's been sat, like he's, he's comfortable around owners, right? It's kind of unique. I I actually think sometimes players that make the transition probably crush some interviews, right? You just feel very, like everyone's making fun of McCown. I bet McCown's pretty comfortable in an interview setting. I'll promise you that. I bet Mike Vrabel was like, God damn, this guy's impressive. (laughs) You know? Yeah. 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 Well sometimes if you're a coach, you know, that's that's all you've ever had. It's the only way you've made like
1: D'Amico made like fifty million dollars. This right. isn't end all be all. No, and his his identity like this is not gonna be his only shot, right? He's pretty confident in that too. How many head coaches is Kyle gonna produce? Oh, well, him what if Mike McDaniel gonna get a
0: job this year? Do you do you feel like D'Amico is now a lock to be a head coach within the next couple of years? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do too.
1: Because remember, I actually what feel like it's Sala. 50 50. I feel like it's 50 50 right now. Remember what happened with Salah? Like 19 was so much momentum that after 20, they weren't as good as the year before, but he was just so high on the list. He was and a, he was the number one candidate. Here's the other <laughs> thing. Like, oh yeah, the first thing is just get in the room. If you're Damico Ryan's and you're an impressive interview and the numbers speak for themselves, and Kyle Shanahan, you know, I mean, it's his disadvantage is just a basic one. He coaches defense. Um, not offense, right? If he was having, if he was the offensive play caller, he'd been a head coach. Like they would have hired him the second he, the Niners lose, you know, walk off the, the Lombardi trophy or whenever their season ends immediately. That might happen anyway. But I mean, it's just to me with their secondary, it's a credit to them that Ambry Thomas missing the game was a negative. Because it actually got to the point where you felt like he was a valuable player for them. So they built him up enough that it hurt to lose Ambry. Then they've got to play. Josh Norman gets his moment. One-on-one with Devontae Adams. (laughs) And uh, he was a trail technique, John. (laughs) As is normally the case. Stay in his hip pocket! (laughs) I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, he was right there and you hold your breath and there was no flag and you, you live to fight another play. So, I mean, they, they just, what they do with their pass rush, like you and I talked about during the game, I don't love all the moments they choose to blitz and how they choose to do it. It worked late against Dallas, obviously. And Aaron threw, they, they created some pressure and Aaron threw that deep ball and it was who and I forget who was on the backside. Um, and it was, you know, Aaron throws a gorgeous deep ball, and it's normally on target, and that's as off-target a deep ball as he's going to throw into double coverage. It's just not typical. The ball hanging in the he was, air, maybe he was, he was, throwing was pre- into the wind a little bit, too.
0: Pressing a little probably then, too. Starting to feel like this thing's getting a little tight, right?
1: Well, I think it's a great point. <clears throat> I think that they thought it was over. I think Green Bay thought. I think Aaron thought it was over. And... When they were knocking on the door, it looked like they were going to score a touchdown um, and go up seventeen to three. They eventually kicked the field goal after he gets sacked by Armstead. It's ten to three, but yeah. it's they're at the. I think it's before their first and goal play, and Aaron kind of comes to the line of scrimmage and just kind of got the smile on his face, like I'm I'm in total control, which he is. He isn't. He isn't like it's what part of what makes Aaron great, right? Is like his doesn't seem like his heartbeat elevates. And I thought the same thing. I mean, Lazard had the catch on third and three. It's first down. Then they get a false start. So it's second and goal from the 10. They get eight. Not enough. Then he gets sacked. Then they kick the field goal. As John Lund pointed out, they show A-Rod in the stands, A-Rod on the field, A-Rod in the stands, wearing a Packers beanie, John.
0: Yeah. But an absolute just die. God! Aaron. Also wearing a Packer beanie, <laughs> he could just find some women. It's I guess if you sign multiple two hundred fifty million dollar contracts in your life, and you're a pretty good looking guy, you know, you probably uh you walk Two-kicks. into uh, situations and famous,
1: <laughs> rich, famous, good looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. um, guy has just had a lot of girlfriends to this day. Yeah, yes. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if the Packers. I think the Packers had to be a little bit surprised how hard it was for them on offense after that first drive. <clears throat> I would agree. They didn't have, you know, uh, they didn't have MVS in this game. Valdez Scantling was out. Bakhtiari was out. What isn't a huge part of football,
0: and, and, you know, football, the, the the NFL is such a scheme league. It's why I've really learned, you know, doing this where you really talk. Like when, when you, when I scouted, you know you weren't I was like thinking about my takes you know what's going to be you realize that first couple drives aren't always indicative as the game because yeah. good coaches adapt the highest like scoring just, rates are on the
1: first drives
0: yeah so they immediately changed their coverages of Devonte they were throwing multiple guys at him they were like buzzing Jimmy over there to like play underneath with the corner behind him and just doing different things that they didn't do on the first drive which You know the one thing you never know unless you were like on the staff or a player and i wonder if stabs even tell players this that like you set teams up like just show them this and then maybe they get comfortable and then we'll flip this now you know in playoff games that can be risky because you don't every play in every touchdown is really valuable and you saw this game like in this game that first drive that they scored a touchdown was extremely fucking valuable. That was the score of the entire game. It was seven-nothing and then seven three for the entire game. Like that touchdown, you could say, well, they were just they're throwing a little curveball. Well that could have been the final score easily could have just been seven to three. Like that could have been the game. Which is very, very unlikely in like the history of the sport. Most times there's more than like that's not going to be the final score. I saw that the score potential for 14 to 8 that's never happened in the history of the league was on the table. korigami <laughs> But D- D'Amico, now part of it is he did inherit really good players, right? I mean, they have just the core guys of Fred Warner, who's a max linebacker, who early in the game when the offense was atrocious, I mean, let's face it, they were, they were really bad. They were not gaining any yards. They were not gaining first downs. No first downs. I mean, four drives, no first downs struggling to get like it were they going to gain a total of 100 yards of offense you're just like these are the thoughts crossing your mind nick bosa who got a concussion five days ago or six days ago and fred warner who had an injured ankle i thought those guys, those two guys specifically in the first half were kicking the shit out of people fred warner did you notice how hard that guy was hitting people first like play, you, was it the first was it the first play of the game it was definitely early in the game, maybe the first drive of the game. He had a tackle on a on a run play. You're like, damn, Fred's a, it was coming to play. Uh, it was the third play of the game, yeah. But he, I thought he had several plays throughout the game where it's like, yeah. Fred's kind of bringing his inner Willis Bowman in this thing tonight. Because you didn't really notice the other linebackers as much as him specifically. But those two guys, which were after last week, which was it's always cool to win a playoff game. The number one conversation was like, well, can they get their two best defensive players back? And they did, and they showed up to kick ass. I mean, how about the play, and I think even Aikman's like, that effort to chase Rodgers down, and they, they show the slow-motion view, and Nick's just like, whoo, whoo, whoo. And then he does, the, I love it when, a, I I love a good arm swing to hit the shoe, and they do falls. And I bet Rodgers a lot of times, like, maybe if Bosa, I mean, Bosa on the high end, not everyone catches him right there, and that's six, seven yards. That was a huge play. Yep.
1: It just it felt like paws just swatting at his ankles.
0: How good is that guy? It's just, when you draft a guy number two overall, you just, I mean, your hope of all hopes is he turns into, you know, Devontae Adams or, you know, Trent Williams. <laughs> but the history of the league would tell us, like, if you just get, like, a really good starter, you're, you're going to be okay. They... they I know they really liked him, and everyone was really high about him. Even Steve Kime said when he drafted Kyler Murray, it was very, very difficult passing on Nick Bosa. He's better than advertised, and the hype on him was high, but he's, yeah. he's better than the, adverta- the advertisement on the on him, and he had more hype than his brother because his brother had already helped build the hype.
1: He's a dominant, remarkable player. Well, and he, a couple things. As you know, you scouted. Not every pass rusher plays with the motor that he plays with. That's a huge part of his game, so I think that's one thing. And the other thing is, like, let's talk about the guys we're talking about right now, Debo and Bosa. Like, these are guys that have had injuries, histories, right? Have not playing full seasons has not, in college, has, has, in college, and as pros. And this year, they both delivered full seasons for Bosa coming off of a significant injury, right? Over the last two years, what he's been able to bounce back from. You're right. I forgot he tore his ACL last year, <laughs> so uh, it's just it's it's really impressive. It's really impressive. Um, when you take away, I know you know you can't do this, but let's do it. When you take away that seventy-five yard throw that Rogers had to Jones at the end of the first half, which was a true blown coverage to a running back, right? It wasn't to me a, a an it was a layup. It's not throw like a bomb to Devontae. Yeah, yeah. He had one hundred and fifty yards passing outside of that throw that that was a 75 yard throw he had 225 for the game so 150 yards passing outside of that play that's even in the snow that's really impressive I I do think though this and this was
0: my takeaway from that game when you build a team every single team whether you play in the cold a dome uh, the heat you want Aaron Rodgers on your team but when you have Aaron Rodgers on your team and you host playoff games it's pretty clear the history of the sport they play in these negative games. It neutralizes the passing game. Because I would say if they played this game in a dome, their greatest advantage is more to their advantage, right? It's harder. He made a throw today in the second half over the middle to uh, 81. He just dropped it, just hit him. It's just hard to catch. It is hard. Like, I don't even blame anyone. I, I honestly, I wasn't even that mad at Kittle. It's hard to catch the fucking ball when you can't feel anything. It's really hard. And that that's it's hard to play in that environment. And it's why I think I want to get back into Kyle after we probably do a couple of ads that when you build the team, like you can win games in Lambeau. You don't need your quarterback to throw for 300 yards. Like that's part of the reason Rogers has lost all these games. And this is just another loss and everyone's going to shit on him because the guy beating him doesn't need to throw for 400 yards to outduel him. Right. Part of like beating Rodgers, why it's so hard in like no, you know, October, because he might throw over 400 yards and th- they might score 32 points. So, like, can you score 34? And most people can't, even good players. Like, I was a little off. Fuck, Aaron, I was just hot. That's just not the case. Like, the Niners were able to do that with that performance from James Garoppolo, who now, you know, I don't even, if I was giving him a grade, be like B minus. A lot of toughness and grit, but, you know,
1: the pick. Yes, yeah. I mean part of what you're maybe, trying to maybe do, a B, maybe I give him a B. Well, I think part of what you're doing in those games, it's not necessarily that your quarterback's going to throw for 350. It is a decision making, and B, there's there's going to have to be a throw or two that that needs to be made. Do you make it? And um, you know, I think he knows what he's doing. His decision making is at times not in line with his physical abilities. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. When you're saying you don't need that, you know, like 350, you know, big time. But if I I told you that Rodgers was the quarterback of the Colts, or let's just say
0: like the Rams, and the Niners had to play them, (laughs) you know, part of like they beat Stafford a couple weeks ago is because Stafford threw the ball, like just did some passes. You're like, what is he doing? Yeah. Rodgers wouldn't do that. And then the environment is just perfect. So it's just like my environment, this it's, it's it's ideal environment for throwing. I'm gonna out throw you. Right. It's like it's it, like if it's a non-windy day
1: capable of doing it last No, week. not
0: at all. It's like on a non-windy day at a golf tournament, if Tiger's on, no one has any chance to beat him. If the elements come in, maybe you know a guy could upset him or whatever. The elements neutralize Aaron Rodgers, who is the greatest player in the history, the greatest talent. Like he's not the reason they lost. I thought he was good tonight. But he he's not, it's impossible to throw for 300 yards in that, and as cold as it is. So the 49ers can just muck it up and ugly it up right. when they had, they didn't have a first down for like the first 25 minutes of the game. Like if, if that's a normal night, they're down 20 to nothing, right? Like if they're just
1: playing that shitty. Yeah if that game is, if the Green Bay Packers, it actually it turned out worked in their favor, right? That the Cowboys play with the Cowboys play. The Niners had to score and come back in that game. And that the Packers don't play where the Cowboys play. Yeah. Yeah. All right, John, before we go any further, let's tell the people about Manscaped, the best in men's grooming. Manscaped.com promo code HAM. When you use the code HAM, you get 20% off and free shipping on some of the greatest tools in the game. Yeah, Manscaped.com,
0: NFL Playoffs. They got deals. Lawnmower 4.0. I actually used the, uh, the uh, Weed Whacker yesterday. The I, looked, I, was in the mi- I was in the mirror, and I was like, I, I got a couple stragglers. And then I just go to the Weed Whacker. You put it right up there, and you don't feel a thing. And just all of my hairs just disappear easy you know uh usb plug in for both i actually used the i used the lawnmower 4.0 as well yesterday actually thinking about it uh super smooth easy to do you just i mean it's, it's the best ball trimmer and i've owned a lot over the years which they weren't even ball trimmers right they were just hair trimmers that you plugged into the wall this is truly made for this it's wireless uh that once you charge it it I I feel like I might never obviously don't use them for that long. I mean the charge holds a long
1: time. Yeah. Yep. I I love a good wireless charge. Plus of course it's waterproof, so you know you can use it in the shower. Easy cleanup. And like you said, the charging system, it does help the battery last longer. The electromagnetic induction does help the battery last longer. They say so. You got the advanced ceramic blade, the skin safe technology. It's fantastic. Everyone who uses it goes, yes, this is the answer. So get in on it. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code ham. Okay? Use the promo code ham. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code ham. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Brought to you by John's Weekend. The show also brought to you by Truebill. Do you know why free trials are always renewing without your consent? Because they want your money, guy. Scam. Scam. It's a scam. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill. Take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or that you simply forgot about. Take it from me. NBA League Pass auto renew. It's December. I'm like, what is this, 35 bucks a month? Oh, the auto renew from last year. Thank you, Truebill. Click, click. Gone. Why are you pointing at me? True you Bill, agree? can you hear me?
0: Yeah. No, I can hear you. Yeah, truebill.com uh, slash ham. Here's the thing, guy. Do you know on average? On average, people save up to $720 a year with True Bill. Because it's like NBA League Pass. You got you know, the the Hulu thing that you signed up because someone told you about a show and then you've never been back to Hulu on your apps again. You know, you got Paramount you wanted to get for, you know, uh, the Yellowstone, but then you watched it and you want to cancel it and you just forget and you forget and these things add up, guy. Time and money and it just add up and add every month. You know, the, and that's where True Bill, they catch you or they find it out and then you're able to go, okay, this, that, no more, boom, save 720 maybe maybe $1,000, uh, you We're all a part of so many of these, you know, these services and streaming services that we signed up for so many things to cancel. And let's face it, especially us millennials, we got a large millennial listener group. We just forget, (laughs) you know, we want immediately. It's like, I want to watch the show now, even though I don't want to subscribe to this, but I'll do a free thing. We'll just
1: auto renews. And that's where True Bill saves you. Yep. Nothing feels better to me. It's all Well, things do feel better to me than this, but it's high on the list doing one of those cancels. You don't get my 15 bucks a month anymore. Truebill.com slash ham. Go check it yeah. out.
0: Also, don't fall for a Guy, really quick. Don't oh, fall yeah. for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash ham. Go right now. Truebill.com slash ham. If you could save $1,000 a year, Truebill.com slash ham. If you could, why wouldn't you? I know we hit on it at the beginning, the legendary win, but... You know, Kyle Shanahan two years ago, whenever you make a Super Bowl, it's a really big deal. And they were the one seed, they won the NFC West, they went thirteen and three, they cruised to the playoffs. They were, you know, at the time the Chiefs had really put back to back seasons right. They had lost to the the New England Patriots in that legendary NFC championship or AFC championship game, bounced right back, stormed right to the Super Bowl, and had been just unreal for two years. And the Niners were kicking their ass and they lost, and it was it was pretty devastating unless you're an Andy Reid friend, and it was cool for him. But as a Niner fan, like, they were up late in the game. It sucked. And last year was bizarre. And this year, like you said, there was so much hype because the talent, the team, and the season just kind of got – it was weird. It was a bizarre season. But these last, you know, post the Tennessee game, where it felt like that was kind of the season, like, oh, my God. What Kyle, to rally the troops – And let's face it, every player involved, because he's the boss, like on the on the food chain, he's above John Lynch. So all these players are ultimately signed off by him. And to go on this run, I mean, they they, they had to be Texans. I'm not giving him credit for that, but he did do it with Trey Lance. And then these last three games, the Rams game, the Cowboy game and this game. But I would say the Cowboy game. We'll, that game will be remembered more for us making fun of McCarthy <laughs> than it will be like Niners getting a like, They would kick their ass. The Rams game and this game are just legendary moments in a young coach's career. It's weird. He's young by age, but his career, is, he's got a long resume now of doing shit, are pretty huge moments for a guy that... I don't want to say it was rocky this year because... Was never going to get fired, but he was being heavily criticized. And I know I'm very guilty. And I I thought there were moments like, I've been around. I would work for Coach Reed, and we were critical of things he would do when I was like a scout on the staff. It's it's part of the sport. But you have wins like this. You just don't ever shake those. You know, it's it's just part of. It's on the flip side, like LaFleur had an opportunity. Now he was never gonna quite get the credit because Rogers on the team, but now he's kind of known as like, God, you couldn't fucking figure it out with Rogers. Where Kyle's Kyle's winning these games and his quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo's a solid player, you know, top 15 quarterback, but he's like fifteenth, not number one. And to do it like he's doing it and all he could come storming back in the Rams game, throw points, trick plays, do sweet shit. Or like today, that is just no one is ever going to show this as an offensive teach tape to anyone. Maybe the Trent Williams play—if you have some sweet tackle, you might in, you know institute that play in a short yard situation. But it's just like this is Harbaugh became a legend because of the way he won games in a three-year span. It's like I don't think I've ever seen that.
1: <laughs> I think and a that, big part of Harbaugh's legend was Alex Smith's Alex Smith's career was failing. Right. I think what you do, the quarterback you do it with is a big deal. And it gets a lot of attention when you do it with a quarterback who's either viewed who has failed or is viewed as not good enough to actually, you know, take you to these heights. And at the beginning of this weekend, the Elite Eight, I think everyone would have agreed that Garoppolo was the, at best the seventh best quarterback. And I, you and I both, we talked about it on the last pod, put him ahead of Tannehill. Tanner's Tannehill Day. held down the eight. He held down the eight spot. Too. Tannehill <laughs> staked his claim to the eighth spot. and um, And I think, you know, that ranking still holds up. This is a year in which he tried to get Matthew Stafford, who ended up on a team in his division and is also in the playoffs and then traded two plus another first round pick to move up for Trey Lance. So that's the year in which he's done it with Jimmy. And I think there's a few things you would say about Kyle Shanahan at this point. One of them is that he does what he believes is right, regardless of the noise. So when I'm saying Josh Norman should be cut, whatever, we'll just find another place for Josh. When we're when you're saying Hightower needs to get that, fired. That, that, that aged well, though. I did, yeah, you were right on that. <laughs> well, but, you know, I, everyone's calling for Hightower. He's not flinching. And there were times where, and here's the thing, that one almost got him. <laughs> Let's keep an eye. Does he, you're right. Does he get an extension now? I mean, just one moment. It <laughs> <The> work tonight. <laughs> Um, but, you know, I think he does what he believes for the most part, I think. I mean, now we don't, you know, maybe he didn't want to draft Mac Jones and they talked him into Trey Lance, whatever. But in terms of what mattered on the field for this team this year, there were times when it looked like he should have gone to Trey. Everyone else thought, us included, now's the time for Trey Lance. He didn't do it. it. When we thought maybe Jimmy Garoppolo played his last snap for the 49ers, he didn't do it. His back's been against the wall now three weeks in a row. The Rams game had to win, won it. The Cowboys game had to win, won it. The Packer game had to win, won it. All three games in desperate situations. In individual moments, John, oh, you got some luck here. Yeah, you got two blocks. You got some luck there. Stafford threw the pit. But you start stacking. the, You know, at a certain point, like getting lucky every week is a skill. If you get lucky enough weeks in a row that you're putting yourself in position to win. So it's a flex year for him. And I go back to it, I say it all the time. Your success, when it's not all going well, is a more valuable representation. You don't play a perfect game. Tiger Woods doesn't play perfect rounds every week. If we went and looked at Tiger's majors, there's a lot of domination. Are you going to find perfection? I mean, certainly as he aged, it was one of the impressive things. He didn't have all of his weapons, right? Watching a pitcher on their game is great. Watching a pitcher... Battle through is in some ways more impressive, and I think that's what's impressive about this Niner team. Some years it all comes together for you. It just you got it all, and you're just rolling. W- wouldn't that be nineteen? Mo- wouldn't that it, be nineteen? A lot. It more? would be, and even nineteen was like I think they had to show their medal in nineteen too, right? Nineteen. A couple, was ga- 19. A couple games, but the pl- the playoffs
0: up until the last five minutes of the Super Bowl were pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I mean, it
1: was they were in they were in the lead every game. But this Super is most cleared. years. This is most. Go look at the Patriots run. You know, now they yeah. lost actually in the year where it looked like it was the easiest for them. But most years it is by the skin of your teeth and you just have to find ways. And it's this is an incredible. And I think the other thing that probably speaks volumes. Is it doesn't seem like at any point his players lost. They never did. belief in him. And for a guy who, you know, is the son of Mike Shanahan. And had that article by Jason Lock and Four written. And when he got the Niner job, right, you hear it all the time. Like, does this guy deserve it? I don't think there's any doubt that this guy belongs on, you know, the top tiers, the top tier of NFL coaches in the NFL. He's one of the best coaches in the NFL.
0: Yeah. Well, LaFleur, here's a good example. That if you just use the black and white numbers, LaFleur had 39 wins through three years and the stat had been going around, right? No coach in the league history had that many wins through three years. And it would make sense, right? Who, What coach 13, 13, 13? That doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, it was, just, you know, I don't care who you are. Even Harbaugh, they weren't winning that many games. And he and Harbaugh had like a historic record through his first four years winning percentage. He's we've seen him now play LaFleur in when it matters in January. He beat him twice. Beat him twice. Yeah. Now, like you said, the, the 19, I, Kyle should have won that game. He had the better team, even though, you know, Rodgers has been better these last couple of years. Tonight, LaFleur should have won the game. Kyle fucking beat him. So there's no more, like, you can't ever talk. Like, there's no I, – I actually think McVay, and we'll see. I mean, we're doing this, obviously, before the Bucks game. I I I think Kyle – I just think he's the best of the group. Now, I mean, McVay could win this game, and McVay could beat him. Who knows, Trent Williams. I, and I think McVay's really good. I, I actually think McVay and Kyle – are in a different class in Lafleur, and I like Lafleur. I think he's yeah. impressive. Like, I think his team's tough tonight. Like I'm not, I'm not leaving this thinking like Lafleur's some idiot. But to me, Kyle, and I'm going to put McVeigh here definitely with Jared Goff. Like I've
1: seen them do more with less with random quarterbacks. D- the argument for Kyle, if you wanted to make one, and I and I do think they belong kind of shoulder it, to shoulder. If he does
0: play, if he does play McVeigh, like if McVeigh beats him in the NFC Championship, now Kyle probably be an underdog in that game. When you would he? Uh, yeah, probably like one point or something.
1: Yeah. I, on the road. He's beaten him six times in a row now. Six, yeah. Maybe pick him six times in a row.
0: Who would you? Would, I mean, do you feel very confident
1: saying just Kyle's better than McVay? No, uh, no. I mean, yes, I think it's a legitimate take, but I think I, I also want to give McVay the credit that he deserves and has earned um that he belongs you know right there uh if they meet then we can put it on that to me why i would put kyle ahead of him kyle's beat him six times in a row yeah, that's fair six times that's probably i, now, I guess now, we, we've seen all, them play mcveigh beats him next week it who cares but right now McVay's he's got mcveigh's
0: got a four row. yeah they've seen him head-to-head kyle owns and mcveigh's got four playoff wins like mcveigh's very very accomplished
1: yeah um but I think I said this the other day. If you took the eight teams in the playoffs, now obviously there's six, but if there was a draft of all their coaches, you could make the case for a few of them to go first. You could absolutely make the case that Andy Reid would be the first one taken. You could make the case that McVay would be the first one taken. You could make the case that Shanahan would be the first one taken. I said Vrabel, but you know, I just you're not taking a defensive coach first. Not with those three guys sitting there. You see
0: him after the game, they had nine sacks. He's like, you guys keep acting like sacks. Like sacks don't equal wins. He, He was pissed.
1: I mean, they got after Burrow. Nine sacks. Nine. I don't. Again, we'll see what happens. I'm saying this in this moment, but. Feels like the AFC Championship game should just be Bill's Chiefs. But think about it like we talked about
0: it coming into this game. You can't overcome turnovers. And he only threw the one pick today. And that pick was bad, but they got bailed out because of Hightower's little chop move, and it worked, and they, they didn't give up any points out of it. And the difference is, like, the reason the Titans, like, the Titans, to me, I'm watching the game, they're the better team. Their fucking quarterback throws three interceptions. Three. You, you do not overcome three interceptions. Like, I, the 49ers could not have overcame another turnover, right? That that was, one was the max. They, they, they hit their max. They got the one. That, that was it. That's the only... That was, that was their margin for error. And it felt like that was a pretty devastating one. But they got the fumble earlier in the game. Uh, right? Mercedes Lewis, even though it didn't lead to anything. But you... Uh, I thought it was Bubba Franks. Uh, <laughs> no. Mercedes Lewis is like 43 years old. It's like, you know, everyone's acting like Brady's still going. Like, wasn't Mercedes Lewis... I, I think he played with my cousin Nick in like 1999 at UCLA. It's impressive. Uh, yeah, it really is. But you just to me what he's doing it's why i think andy Reid got a lot of credit and same with jim with alex smith because you're like you know should these teams really be this good with this quarterback and it's what kyle's gonna get a lot of credit doing it with this quarterback and we got a we got a long off season still it's not here yet but you know i i do think the jimmy thing I think he's earned a lot of credit around the league. Like he's just better than most people, you know, and I, you know, there's no doubt in my mind. He has trade value. Now, what the, you know, as we get into trade value, March, we just, but I'm just
1: saying like, I, you're going to have a conversation. Like you could easily roll him back. Yeah. You can bring him back. I, I, you know, again, that's, that'll be a conversation for another time. I think you see every week why that's not what they're going to do, but, yeah, I, mean, I just said kind of, he threw one pick. I mean, he easily could have thrown four or five. <laughs> he could have. But but as you said the, earlier in the week, you know, hard hard circumstances to intercept balls in. Not Do you like, like, like my uh, my philosophy early pick? First half pick. That was key. That was key to the key to victory, John. Throw the pick in the first half. That's the key. How about, I think the ball that went by the DB, well, I don't know. That was you, different. You
0: know let's, can we just talk really quick about the Niners, the rule is the rule. And they called it right. The rule's kind of stupid. Brandon and I, you caught the fucking ball. Just like Hunter Renfro yeah, caught hold the ball.
1: Like, that's what I said to you last week and you were like, hey, that, when 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 you're like, hey, that's the rule. That's the rule. Did when I say Hunter that? Renfro Yes, I said I said to you, come on, I mean we know he caught it. That should be a catch. You're like, Yeah, it's the rule. You gotta get two feet down and you can take three steps. I was like, Oh, okay. I'm
0: changing my tune. I, it just Oh,
1: now you hate <laughs> Well, no, you I, like
0: I, it No, it benefited. Reverse. I mean, the I Niners, because there was like seven fumbles and like seven straight plays. It was kind of crazy early start to the game. That's a fumble in 1998, right? It's just he caught the ball. He caught it. He caught it.
1: Yeah, he caught he it. Catch. And, it was, and, he, and then he was moving. He, he caught right? it. But the NFL has all these. Now, here's the one thing. We've been in the NFL catch rules for long enough. That we all know, like you and I started texting, like, ah, he didn't get that there. And then Pereira's like, yeah, nope, by the rule, it's not. And no one's up in arms over it now, right? Everyone's like, oh, yep, he's got to make a football move, two feet down, and the, then the third the, step. The
0: rule, the rule is very direct. In the open field, you got to take the two steps. When you're Even not though, like going you said, to the ground, <clears throat> if you catch the ball, like the moment the ball is caught, it's caught.
1: Yeah, exactly. He caught it smoothly. Like, it was a nice, smooth catch. So dumb. So but at least I'm just glad we're past the pain point that everyone was like arguing over that. But you're right. He had he had it in his hands. He had it. Like if I threw a lemon to you and you caught it like that, and then you took two steps and fell, like, oh it never caught it. Bad throw by you.
0: Like, no. I don't think I saw I don't I didn't really notice him the rest of the game, did you? Um
1: I thought he had another I thought he had a big cat. Well, maybe not. He, I don't have anything he in he my not notes here.
0: Yeah, No, he didn't have one, because that one didn't count. Zero, 0 One target.
1: Yeah, that's uh. Ju- surprising. Juwan Jennings had two targets. Well, Juwan had the third down catch, but it was, you know, th- whatever, third, seven, and then it right before the fourth and one play they didn't get. Negated? Oh, Neg- no, you're right. No, they failed. Yeah. I, I'm always torn on this, because
0: I'm a big believer of, like, and I, I think this translates in life just like it does in football. Like, Go back to the well, do what got, do what's working. But, you know, in fourth down situations or like a two point conversion, it's like you got it earlier in the game and it's something that's pretty unique. Like right when Trent Williams is behind the, the left tackle, it's like, are they just doing the same thing again? And it was clear they were doing the same thing again. I, I, it's like, it's, it's twofold, right? It's, I understand it. You just do this play. It worked pretty seamlessly, but also it's pretty clear that probably everyone in that stadium, including Alex Rodriguez and his dime girlfriend is like, they're going to same not, play g-
1: g- girlfriend, nothing official, Sean, We're just, yeah, just you know, we're just you, hanging out. Yeah. They're friends. It could be his lawyer or something.
0: You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm torn on that. You can never go wrong running a play behind Trent Williams, getting a full head of steam, but it was clear what they were
1: just going to run the same play. Yeah, especially when you're such a good sneak team. Uh, Seth on the stream says our short yardage calls were alarming. I had a few people d- tweeting at me or, or one text thread. It's like ah, K- Kyle's not calling a good game. Uh, to me, that that game where it's like you just find a way somehow, some way. You know, I got you're not, no you're, problem not you're not getting judged the on
0: uh, the route combinations. Yeah, you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, David on the stream. How was that Rogers fumble not reviewed? I think the Niners came up with it. Well. The both the helmet hit is the ball. Yeah, I mean they got to the line so quick. Remember to spike. You're not going to challenge the play if you're Kyle because you're stopping. I guess it's under two minutes, so you can't challenge it anyway. You can't challenge it, yet. but you're kind of in a weird spot if you're the if you're the replay reviewed squad because you can't really. When does a recovery ever get overturned? Right, the recovery on the field is what. Well, I,
0: I was on a text thread even before that moment when Kyle's calling the timeouts. And someone's like, why is he calling the timeouts? The Aaron's is cool, letting it go. Just go down seven. What was the, score at the time? <clears throat> it was seven to nothing. Yeah, he, he called the he timeout played. after the first down run. That was like a one-yard run. I was cool with it because it's like, well, their punter kind of sucks. It's freezing cold. You get this ball back with 40 seconds <clears throat> at maybe a 50-yard line. If you just get to 20, 20 yards, you get a field goal kick. You're down yeah. seven-three. and you They had the a third and three. Back. Yeah, third and three.
1: And then he hit 75-yard throw. That was bad. <laughs> But I'm with you I, because what does Kyle love? Get the three points. Then we get the ball for, you know, whatever. Get a touch. Then we get the ball first and second well, half. It's, and the, thing, it's the thing league. Brady
0: said on the Manning cast. He's like the thing we talk about all the time that when I don't that? know if the rest of the league is the swing. Was there a Manning is cast go- tonight? No, no, no. no. The oh. Manning cast way back in the day when he was on it. He's like, we lived for the swing in New England. We deferred, up or We got the ball it. back. You can double up. You either get 10 or 14 point swing tonight. Hell, guy, if they got a six point swing, it was going to be big, right? Just get a field goal and then come out and get a field goal. It's seven to six. <laughs> that's, I, I, I just kept doing the math. I was like, to me, the final score is either going to be seven to six, nine to seven. Like it, it was it was in this realm. Like it was clear probably early in the third quarter. Like this is not going to end up 24 to 17.
1: Like that's yeah, so much for my over pick, John. Me and I thought me and the Sharps were on the 47 over <laughs> It was 23 points. Uh,
0: You combined. know the lock of the lock of the day was the the first half under. What was that number? I mean, I would guess like low twenties. Yeah. Now, granted, if the, if you wouldn't have felt total great when they drove that
1: that's where that first drive you'd be like seven nothing. They scored pretty first, easily. First drive is very misleading. You know, here is the other thing. Final point on Kyle. I think we, you and I both went back and watched the first Packer Niner game. The way they celebrated the Packers after they won that game. To me, was more than just the celebration of a walk off win, the handshake between Lafleur and Kyle. Even if they're cool, there is just you just want to beat each other. Rogers, the draft video, I'm gonna, I'll never forget basically that the Niners passed on me. Right, all of these elements. That on top of that, these teams play so many big games against one another in the regular season. They play big games against one another in the playoffs. Even though the Niners regimes have changed, Rogers has been the constant in these big games. This game, because it's Niners Packers, means a lot to everybody involved, and it's just it's there is an emotional element. I saw I don't know if you saw the video while we're doing this that's gone viral of Jimmy after the game hitting Robbie Gold saying "fuck the Packers." Like there is just a rivalry to it that is just awesome, you know. And and I think it I I texted you during the game. I think it meant something. Of course it does to Kyle and the Florida win that game against one another. It has to I, I Kyle think, doesn't I, want because here's the thing. Like you said, LaFleur 39 wins. Kyle also 39 wins. Now Kyle worst winning percentage. He's coached five years. LaFleur on number three, but if Kyle had lost that game, he would have been beaten in the playoffs by LaFleur and LaFleur would pass him for career wins.
0: It's an incredible rivalry. And I think a huge reason is because of the, the level of games in which they've played over the last, you know, the, the eight times they've played, they've had several memorable legendary games. The to catch, <clears throat> uh, the game that Harbaugh beat him at Lambeau. I would say Kaepernick's coming out party at at Candlestick when he ran around. I would say that the the nineteen game wasn't really that memorable. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it was a memorable moment for like the franchise, but the game was kind of irrelevant.
1: This well, I mean, me it was. Is, I'm sorry, did you say the regular season ass kicking? Did you mention that game?
0: What regular season ass kicking? Oh yeah, where well, they beat him on NBC on Sunday night. <clears throat> I would say this. This that game year, was an the,
1: embarrassment.
0: What about week three this year? Was pretty. You know that was a legendary moment yeah. for Rodgers and Devontae. But I, I I think this even more than the game that that Kaepernick won there in the freezing cold because of a walk off field goal. Like how many did Harbaugh have any walk off field goals? Like it's he got yeah, walked off.
1: Who wasn't Phil Dawson went, kick a game winning field goal in Green Bay? Oh, was that a walk off? Twenty
0: three twenty. So. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was a walk off. Obviously, Harbaugh got walked off by the Giants, uh, in overtime, right? That NFC Championship game, his first year. I, I just think there's nothing quite like a walk off. It's the best. It's just because you're just you know if you're on the other side, you're just hoping like can he shank the shank the kick shank the kick shank the kick yes yeah and and, and if you're on the team, you're just like hit the kick hit the kick hit the kick hit the kick. It's it's a it's a play that is nothing like the battlefield of that game of, of Trent Williams and A.J. Dillon and all these star players going down, a kittle like getting carried off every other play and then it just a kick, you know? But it, but you're on pins and needles with a kick.
1: Don't you feel like Aaron is constantly on the sidelines late in a close game, just shot of Aaron Rodgers, sideline, hoodie, just watching? I feel like it happens to him more than any other player I've watched. Well, his defense has let him down a lot over the years. Like he, I, I don't... Put this on
0: him today. No, I don't put it on him either. He's the story, though, because he's already saying, like, I got to figure it out. I mean, it's going to be when you imagine well, it be one of the So many guys' next-
1: contracts are up or on the brink. A lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild if I'm going to keep playing. Did they just knock Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay? This guy, man.
0: Rebuild. every year
1: why would they rebuild
0: would they just resign all their sweet players
1: oh my when, god when have the man. pack
0: when did the packers ever rebuilt what what does that even mean like why who who is talking rebuilds like aaron no they just want you back and they'll they'll
1: resign your sweet guys well you're on the team so it's not gonna you're we have you one of the best quarterbacks ever so it's cool we're good but yeah and we'll, we'll sign devonte and we'll sign some other sweet players what
0: what is that he like he can't help himself. And I, I knew this would happen if he loses. Like it's, I'm telling you, guy, I think this is going to be the biggest story non-on-the-field over the next two months. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of the biggest stories in sports. Aaron Rodgers next two months. Because remember, they did, redid the contract that he can like... <clears throat> they won't keep him if he wants to go. But they're not just going to like let... Let's say he does force his way out. Devontae Adams is not just going to be like, oh, he's going to sign with the Raiders. Like, no, they'll franchise tag him, and if they did do a huge rebuild, they would trade him. And if you want, if the Raiders want Devontae Adams, what would you, what's Devontae Adams? If Jamal Adams goes for two ones and a two, what the fuck is Jam- Devontae Adams going
1: for? Well, you can't get both of them. I'll tell you that. No, like, but I'm
0: just saying, like, if you're if they're going to go independently to uh, different places, right? Yeah, if he's going to yeah. force his way to, I don't even know where he'd force his way to, but, like, if Devontae Adams, hey, we will franchise him, we will trade him, you're not just you don't get to just give Devonte Adams eighty five million dollars guaranteed and just get him on your team. like he he, to me, if I'm gutikins, the asking price for Devonte Adams starts like it, I will not pick up your fucking phone call if it doesn't start with two ones, a two, and then let's talk right. I might want a player too if yeah. if I'm going to blow it up and rebuild. in what world though? Would Gudakins and LaFleur
1: want to rebuild and blow the thing up? Wouldn't that be like the what? only world, and there's no evidence that we're living in this world, none, is the world in which they Trey think Lance Jordan, for Aaron Rodgers? No, the world in which they think Jordan Love is a star. In that world, then they'll rebuild. But the beauty, here's the beauty. Even if they think he's a star, they don't have to do it now. They got this guy who's clearly better. So play with him. But yeah, he's gonna make their life miserable again. You're right. He's gonna. I make do think you'd have to miserable. sniff
0: around if you were Kyle and see if you get uh, Trey Lance and what it, what it would cost. Now you don't have any first round picks, and why would they? Not like I said last week, they would not. The last team they would ever do the Niners. Like I to me, the Packers and the Niners are a legitimate NFL rivalry. Like they had the, the evidence is in. They've in all these big games. You cannot do that, right? Even if you like, let's say you love Trey Lance. Like you've always said, what if they legitimately loved him? They thought he was going to be a star quarterback and they're not that big on Jordan love. Now it might be their best option. Cause it's like, okay, Denver, well, Denver just won like eight games. Like Denver's Denver doesn't have the third pick. And then if you, I give them Aaron Rodgers, well, the next two first round picks, do you think Denver's just going to be drafting fifth next year? If they have Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't, the Aaron Rodgers conversation is kind of stupid because part of it's going to be like, well, it's just like we got their next three first-round picks. Well, he's fucking good. So even, yeah, he's losing some crushing playoff games. You know where he is? In the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> what you would Whoever you trade him to, if the Saints, Denver, wherever he wants to go, you would My, have is to Miami, assume.
1: Does Miami have any picks left?
0: But, okay, let's just say Miami. I don't think he'd want to go there, but you would have to assume Miami would be in the playoffs next year and those picks would suck. So it's like, yeah, okay, I'm just getting picks 24. For, for No. It's, I guess you, you don't get as worried about that with like trading a Khalil Mack, trading a, uh, you know, a non quarterback.
1: A non quarterback, yeah. But you do not. Do, yeah,
0: Rodgers, he immediately equals wins for whoever you trade him to. I, I think this thing is going to be much more complicated than like, I think the conversation surrounding it's going to be very kind of lowbrow. And it's like, eh. Uh, I'd pump the brakes on it all, and because I'm telling you, one thing is going to be like, "Where's Devonte going?" Uh, well, wh- fucking nowhere, <laughs> unless you're willing to give up. You could argue two ones and two twos would be my starting point. Jamal Adams went for two ones and a two. I'm going to give you Devontae Adams, who I could easily justify has five years of peak years left, who is high character, team captain. How how could I? I, I honestly two ones and two a uh, two. I would just be like, well, that's that's not enough.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is are, are is anyone does anyone want to trade more than that for a receiver? Well, that's what I'm saying, it doesn't really make sense. Could you trade for
0: a 29-year-old guy that then you'd have to give 90 million dollars to? You know, it's 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 a weird situation.
1: Yeah. That adds a little bit of satisfaction I think for the 49ers. You just fucked them. <laughs> yeah, they just to on the night that you're in one locker room, Aaron's in the other press conference room making his own coach's life miserable on a night when his own coach is already miserable. Like, LaFleur's pissed in and of itself. He just lost this game. They had the lead. He's going to have to fire a special team's coach. He just lost it, Kyle. And now he's got to deal with this? Him and Goody? I
0: did see Rodgers. I saw a quote when we were early on, you know, probably like an hour ago, that he said him and Goody's relationship grew a lot.
1: Cool. Well, it, it, I mean, you just don't. This is not. You know who's loving this right now. McAfee <laughs> is Aaron an investor in McAfee show? Is that what's happening here? Wouldn't put it.
0: Do you think Aaron's a lock to be on McAfee show on Tuesday?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? He loves it. <laughs>
0: yeah, kind of. Aaron
1: loves finding some like surfer hoodie, some brand, and just. I don't get what the big deal is, man. I you know, I, have I thought about being a game show host? Yes. Have I thought about going off the grid, moving to Fiji? Yes. I mean, I, I think that adds a little bit of um satisfaction for everybody involved. I don't think there's any question about that. I, I honestly, even three hours
0: later, still a little lost for words. I Obviously, not lost rewards we've been talking, but just lost on the on the fact that they accomplished winning this game.
1: Well, I just as we were talking, I just looked up and they showed the replay of the blocked punt. Hufanga score. I really we watched it live. You saw one replay, kinda. You know, um, I, I was sitting just very you know unemotionally at my desk. You were running around. I truth is, I was running around. We were both running around. I didn't really see the replay. <laughs> I, I did one of these. Did you see the replay live? No, I, I haven't. I, honestly, I need to go back and so watch I, a lot. I of just stuff. saw the replay again and I, I didn't quite realize Hufonga is kind of looking. No one knows where the ball is. Nobody knows where the ball is. I think maybe because well, unless
0: you block it, I don't know if you know it gets blocked, right?
1: You just and then but then you can well, see it probably got blocked. I think like if you're all the way back, you know mm-hmm. what happened, but if you're at the line of scrimmage, you don't know where it is. You're looking down, you're looking. Hufonga's doing and then he kind of looks. And he sees, it, he starts running. It hits, and he starts running to it, grabs it, and uh, and scores. But it came out of no. River Craycraft almost like runs him over, hufonga trying to get to the ball. Um, so you gotta, yeah, watch that play more because I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna
0: rewatch the uh, cadets version. If they, I don't even know if they would have it up right away, but I might before I go to sleep. Definitely yeah. the second half. The first half's a little slow. God, what a game, I I actually thought Troy and Joe, I thought Troy was good. You know, people are critical sometimes of the analysts in football. I thought tonight he was pretty locked in (laughs) and just being kind of aggressive. He hadn't shaved. He's kind of in this weird spot where he's pissed off. We've noticed some quotes from him. He's just, he's angry right now for some reason. I kind of like angry Aikman because he even, he mentioned a couple times, he just had some like very distinct statements like i would not do this right it, just a couple times was like i'm just this guy's mm. just kind of feeling this moment right now
1: he was really good you're right and part of me we he was on the mcfay schrager podcast i want i do wonder like i feel like he's like is he thinking about there's a bunch of jobs open if i'm gonna become a gm maybe this is my year to become a gm uh, that has crossed my mind um Harbaugh aikman <laughs> Harvey Ichman, yeah, you texted me that the other day. I don't hate that, uh, but yeah, he was really good. The whole thing was was just the total experience was fantastic. The game was well, it was pretty clean. I don't. I think the Packers ended with what they have three penalties, or right, they had, they had five. Each team had five penalties, but nothing. It was like false starts because it was five yarders. The
0: Packers only had – someone texted me about third quarter. Do they have a penalty yet? I don't think they had one. Maybe they had one. They did. They 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 had two.
1: Because I I remember I looked because I was like, that's when I tweeted, like, the Cowboys joke franchise. This ain't them because the Packers had two for ten before they had the false start in the red zone. But it was a combined 65 yards of penalty yards. Officials were – I don't know. Nothing crazy happened. I I I thought
0: when they came back from halftime – And they go to those guys and and Buck goes like, it's starting to snow and swirl here. You're like, this is sweet. Yeah. I thought when they came back to halftime and the snow had started, the game went up a notch of just inject this football into my If I had nothing to do with the 49ers, if if that game had been, it'd be hard because I don't, the, the, the brands matter. But you know the equivalent of like Steelers Patriots in their primes with like Rothsberger and and uh and Brady in a snow game and a tight game that that would have felt like that's a consumer product. <laughs> I mean that's the, the people just, you know, Saturday night probably at home, wintertime, beer with maybe buddies over, maybe with their families, with their kids, like feels like a lot of people were in in uh in taking that game tonight.
1: I want to say something about I want to say something about – yeah, we'll see what the number was. Will it outright the 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 Cowboy game, 40.3 million? I don't have a good feel for like, you know, clearly less people
0: are at home on a Saturday night than would be on a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: Humans, right? Um, I, I got a Jimmy take for you. And I do mean this. I texted – I think I texted to you. He does have the memory of a cornerback for all the scary shit he does. I don't think it's ever because he's like not able to handle the moment mentally. I think he tries to do some nutty stuff, but I, I mean, he's just, we've consistently seen him in these big spots. He doesn't fold. That's not what it is. now again. Sometimes he does stuff that is beyond his physical ability or he rarely throws the ball away. He almost threw that pick. And the next play to the sideline, the next play, he threw it at the feet of one of the linemen. Um, but I do think he's I do have a lot of respect for him, the competitor, him the guy, him the leader uh, he's he's you know, we're in the middle of this kind of roller coaster right now, and so you live and die with every moment and there's fair criticisms for sure, and there were plays that could have really cost him. but man, I mean, they are kind of going to war here with not everybody can do it. Well, I think Alex is a good example of
0: someone. <clears throat> Obviously, we have a lot of people that listen that you know live in the greater Northern California areas. Very well respected in this area, and move back here. Jimmy's career is more impressive, right? I mean, Alex had the one year where he got to
1: lead them to an NFC Championship. You mean based on just like he's four and one of the playoffs, that sort of thing? I'm just
0: saying, like he's he just had bigger moments. He's yeah, he's been the starting quarterback for four victories. Now two of them on the road. But I'd even just say, like, did Alex under Harbaugh? I mean, they had some pretty sweet wins that 2011 season. Jimmy just has more of them now because he has several years starting on a good team where Alex really just got the one and a half. But I would put them somewhat in the same vein. Like if this is it for Jimmy, you know, if they lose in the NFC Championship game, if somehow they get to the Super Bowl, if they win the Super Bowl and his value gets so high, they can maybe flip him for who knows what. I do think he'll leave. He'll be well thought of around here. People, he's, honestly, I, I like him a lot. Like, I don't. If you told me he's back, it wouldn't be I, – now, I, I would – we'd have to dive into, like, the economics of it. You know, the $25 million, you trade the first-round picks, building your team big picture. But ultimately, the goal of the team is to win football games. That's all they truly care about.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's why – like, I, I – you said that Patrick Willis – did you say that before the show or during the show that he tweeted something? I, I did see some other, other people, some Packer people are like, thank God they're not starting Trey Lance, like – Guys, you're not watching this team if you're saying that now. And I, I, I've been guilty of saying that. I don't know three months ago, but like, are we living in fucking reality
1: right now? Jimmy Garoppolo has to start. Yeah. I again, we don't need to dive into the future here, but I don't think I think his flaws, when they show up, you know, they're going to have to pay some guys here, or they're going to want to pay some guys here. I, I just don't think it makes sense to bring him back. Um, and I think we'll see what happens. Like, does he win a championship? Um, I think some of his flaws are the things that make the game sometimes harder than it needs to be, but he also does some spectacular things. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I just, I just think his mentality is commendable, respectable, not common, rare, you know, whatever you think of his wrist of his hand and his shoulder injury. He had, he had them And that in those temperatures, he did make some big throws. So I just I respect I respect them. I really I respect them. Get on the prize picks app, just like me, and use the code Ham fifty for a first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. Football season's over, but hoop season is getting hot. Tournament season or the fight for playoff home court. There's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. So get in on the excitement with prize picks, America's number one. Fantasy Sports app, and you can get it on baseball, too. I've got some season-long more or less picks on multiple stat projections on home runs. Uh, Not not feeling great about Shohei less than 38.5 right now, but... Last night, I was thinking about ordering out, and then I reached into the freezer, grabbed some ground beef, and all of a sudden, it was homemade taco night. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with ButcherBox because it's high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always. And you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff. curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham. And you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel, vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to Nerd Wallet Smart Money podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Takovas, oh yeah, I was just looking at some pictures of a concert. Luke Bryan, my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is a couple weeks ago, and I said, you, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to Tacovas.com and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to Tecovas.com. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered, can I pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented western wear and it's all kinds of western staples trucker jackets the perfect jeans to go with your boots performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted if you can't make it to a store tacovas delivers the most premium quality most comfortable western goods right to your door visit Tecovas.com. that's t e c o v a s.com and point your toes west can i tell you about my friends very, very good
0: friends. And mainly because I've been using this app for a long time Game Time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run? Well, that's where you use Game Time. You just download the app on your smartphone and you can search any event concerts, comedy shows, games. Pro and college. Search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app. And uh, it's really easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough. And here's what we're doing for you. When you use the promo code HAM, H-A-M, you save $20 off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout, and save $20 to any event. Download the GameTime app now
1: A lot what why are you grinning I, I keep fucking with
0: my mic oh i said roger rogers had COVID toe though remember he battled through that <laughs> rogers did have
1: COVID <laughs> toe. No,
0: I, i'm with i'm with you i think he is he's kind of earned himself like again alex never won a super bowl and i think alex entrenched himself for life in the community <laughs> right and when i say the community i just mean if you're a 49er fan and you respect the, the you know you you know have different players like he's well respected I think Jimmy fell under that. Now Jimmy is is more polarizing, I think, than Alex. He's just his play is it's as polarizing of anything I've ever witnessed for a guy. that's not like like Stafford is closer to the high end guys of talent stuff. So you just he drive you nuts. Jimmy's not as talented as these guys, but he's like mentally as tough. But he does the. I mean, he makes plays that in like the peak of the the worst of Jameis Winston, like, it's every bit his equal. <laughs> you know what I mean? He can make a throw where you're like, I, I, did he really just do that? I think sometimes he makes plays that the defense, like, I don't think Eric Stokes was looking for the ball because he wouldn't, he was like, wait, and then he kind of ran up. They're not even prepared for what is coming. He did it multiple times, guy today, the completion behind the line of scrimmage for a four-yard loss. He does that more than any quarterback I've been watching football for thirty years. He is—he does it every game, every game. I mean, by now you would think like, bro, just huck it at their feet. But he, he's like, no, I'm gonna hit this fucking guy in stride, and then the guy gets destroyed. It's like, what, well, Jimmy? What are you doing? And they—they they are not equipped. Like, once it goes to second and fourteen, you're like, okay, get the okay, defense, start locking in. <laughs> you, know, you know, is people gonna get eight yards here on this second yeah, out? Their, their offense is too too. It's—it's it's clear if a drive's gonna work, right? they gain yards on first down on a run or it's second and 14 and they're getting ready to play some defense into two downs. It's just, it's two options. There are no, they are either in, they're, they're always in second and four or second and 13. Like there's not much second and nines they are in second and 14 for a team that's in the NFC championship game, a shitload
1: a lot. Nora's son says, Jimmy G. Love is confusing. What am I seeing? D. Deet 72 says, you two sound like you're drinking the Kool-Aid. This guy's mediocre at best. The team wins despite him, not because of him. It's like you no people just want to hear what they want to hear. That's annoying. That's comments, though. I know, but I just like I, I didn't. I just respect his mentality. That's all. Those everybody. It's those it's yeah. Starting quarterback. His, his teammates like him.
0: Well, I know this. Like Trey Lance is not as good as Jimmy Garoppolo right now. It's not. It's not arguable. And I was someone who said earlier in the year Trey Lance should start. He's just not. Like I honestly going back to that Texans game. Like they they would not be here with Trey Lance. They just wouldn't. The way they played it out, right? The way he he didn't get the reps. He wasn't improved. Like the version that we saw less than a month ago, ain't winning playoff games. He's throwing picks. He's just all over the place. Now Jimmy
1: does two. But who knows how he'd react in these situations, too, right? Yeah, you might freak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you want to talk about the uh, AFC game on Saturday that we saw, or should we just keep talking about this? We can, you know, we got a lot of people watching. We can end the pod here, take a few Q and A. I don't know how your what your uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, what your I'm temperature in... is right now. I did. I mean, I can't. That the AFC game, the Burrow performance, <gasps> that did not feel. Th- there were a few teams. And the Titans are number one on the list, did not feel like they belonged as a one seed. And then I watched them today early in the game, and they were getting after Burrow, and I thought, all right. But, man, what they don't do, they really don't do.
0: Guy, I fell asleep five minutes into the game, woke up at halftime, and I didn't miss much.
1: Like that. Oh, t- I also napped during the like second quarter halftime of that game. That game didn't do much
0: for me. Like it, it was hard for me to get into it. It was a not a it. good game, and I like low-scoring games like you do. I, oh I was highly anticipating from the moment I got up. I, my juices were flowing for this thing tonight. That's why they, I watched they,
1: Montana at 10 a.m. <laughs> they really were
0: flowing for this game. That game today, and I'm a big Joe Burrow guy. I think. Did you watch Joe Burrow's post-game press conference? It just—he is just. This guy is just a smooth operator. Honestly, he's got some. You know, Montana just kind of feels.
1: That game did nothing for me.
0: Like it's like, is this really the playoffs? Like, did is not this the feel playoffs, like
1: guys. John, one of those two teams going to the conference championship game. It's the Bengals. Well, that's why tomorrow's so big. The winner gets to host the AFC
0: championship game. Think about that. Like, and I they guess. were mentioning that during the game. Like that's that changed tomorrow's game. The winner hosts, and yeah. honestly, it's the same. I guess the same thing with the with the NFC game, right? Whoever wins these two games host the Bengals and the 49ers. It's a pretty big deal. You know, I mean, it's, I, is that something tonight, like at the meeting? Didn't De- work, I was thinking today, like if you're Andy last or time the Rams, Rams. I actually, th- what do you think about the moment they mentioned this on the broadcast that Kyle, one thing he either showed last night or earlier this week, the, uh, the 08 Giants upset of the Packers. And he was like, look, you know, one of Kyle's messages Aikman said that I think he told them was that when you watch that game, the the Giants look like the team less affected by the cold and the Packers were the team affected by the cold. Like, that was his message all week. And as he's talking about this moment that Kyle used the that uh, Giants game of where Coughlin's face froze off, the Niners look completely rattled by the cold. It's like, well, yeah, there's moments. The one thing the Giants had is, they are in New York, where it's fucking cold. Like you guys are coming, it, it was clear that the cold was overwhelming the Niners at, early on. Like it was just, it was a lot for them. They, they were also when you not comfortable
1: in the cold, John. And just fundamentally, when you go three and out, you don't, you don't, like you need a couple first downs so you can move and get your body moving and take some hits. Right? They're going three and out. No one's getting hit repeatedly. No one's acclimating to the temperature. No one's acclimating to getting hit in that temperature. So it takes you a while to warm up when you're standing on the sideline the whole game.
0: I like that move, though. I like that coaching. You just you got to pull some things out. You Turn know, the AC just, like down to 50 the whole week. And even then, you're still 50 degrees shy. Kind of worked. I mean, it, at the time when he was doing it, I was like, I don't know. This, looking back, it kind of is a similar moment. Like when you say? now they ended up winning the Super Bowl. But wouldn't you say that that moment coughlin's face freezing over was like a defining moment of their season that ended up leading to beat brady like they upset that packer team on the road in the freezing cold conditions yeah i think they had a walk i think if my memory serves me correct they had a walk-off field goal in that game like you part of winning at lambeau in january you just it, those games are all memorable like well, they, remember, they don't get forgotten remember
1: <laughs> a few weeks ago when we had dante Whitner on and we brought that game up. And what does he immediately do? Like, he kind of laughs like, yo, Colin and the boys had no sleeves on. And you said, were you going to go no sleeves? And he's like, hell no. Just it is one of the things that you talk about 30 years later, let alone the 10 cold games years later. Sir. Right. Just the games where it was just impossible to compete in. The chicken soup game I learned about with Joe Montana where you had hypothermia. <laughs> it looked freezing. Uh S. Renzer 7 on the stream says there's no way Jimmy threw the ball away more than four times all season, right? He's honestly fascinating. The gunslinger with a weak arm. I, yeah, I don't think he does not throw. For a guy who knows what to do, never throws the ball away. Almost
0: never. And there was a moment when we were watching together late in the game where he's like, George, George, move! Like, he, yeah. he knows the plays. <laughs> he knows his mind is out of question. But once the ball is snapped... There's only like half what he actually knows because he clearly knows
1: all—not all work. Um, or maybe I his think body his just overriding. can't cash
0: checks. His, his his head can't cash. No, or no, body. no, you had it right the first time. Yeah, body can't cash checks that his head would do or something. That his head writes. Yeah, yeah.
1: he's just playmaker. Um, Peace Linger. Peace <laughs> Here's the question: forty three forty three on the stream betting on the niners winning the amc championship boys question mark question mark exclamation what like what are the scenarios here right they're going to either la or tampa
0: you'd rather go i think you'd rather go to la much easier travel right definitely easier travel pretty big advantage you, the day, you get an extra day now
1: right that's true you played on saturday i mean who knows by tuesday what, what games tomorrow Your body still they, might not be fully who's at the Rams Bucks right in noon? first game. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To me, the Niners aren't even really practicing all week. This is a this is a heavy walkthrough week. <laughs> like there is, They are. No one's moving, I would say, for the next two days on the team, including Kyle in a ski suit.
1: <laughs> but what, who, do you, uh, gets- who, do, who do you want? I. I guess you should want the ramp. You've beaten them six times in a row. Six times. Like, I think, especially when you are going to, I don't want to say you can practice less for them, but you're, it just, everyone's pretty familiar with them, right? So when you're in a recovery week like the Knives clearly physically are going to be, it's you just. Played them, you played them two weeks ago, right? You played them two weeks ago. You've played them a, a ton of games against them. You know, I mean, you just beat them. You just saw them, this version of them. Bucks are pretty uncommon opponent for them. Uncommon, far trip. Tom Brady is their quarterback. (laughs) So, yeah, if you're playing
0: Tom Brady, that just means he won another game, right? Yeah. (laughs) And
1: now he's playing for a trip to his 11th Super Bowl. Their spread
0: is higher in Tampa. Like, we're debating whether it's pick them one point at Tampa is probably a three or four point underdog, right? They're defending champions. They had Tom Fucking Brady. They if they win this game tomorrow, it's clearly an impressive win.
1: Well, are they at are, home? Would they be underdogs against the Rams in LA? I mean they
0: just, well, beat I'm them just saying like ago. maybe it's a pick 'em, maybe it's one point, maybe it's plus one. I mean and then the, the Bucks would to the me, the Bucks clear, be clear, like three and a half three and a half,
1: four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: They are a clear underdog yeah, against taking the a money the line, Rams. John. That's already my early pick. The Bucks are really good against the run. Like, they have a dominant run defense. I mean, Vita Vea. Like, that. just, I do think that good matchup. Point. Tom, now they're missing some wide receivers. You know, Godwin's injured. I, yeah, I think you just would take the Rams. The, the one they so got easy. is Mike Evans. Now the think other team this, has Cooper Cup. Th- think about this, though. You play them, because both games are on Sunday. You, you fire down, like, Saturday afternoon. It's a 45-minute. F- it's so easy to travel. It's so close. Yeah. You're so comfortable there i tampa is a far flight yeah it's just a long it's just a lot of like back and
1: forth and back and forth and back and forth
0: i mean even dallas you've just, flown to dallas i mean how far is that flight three hours from here
1: yeah maybe a little more
0: yeah, it's not close well i mean what do you think green bay wisconsin is three and a half hours does and then tampa's
1: five and a half or five it, and fifteen just a lot of moves. like it's the a AFC game's going. either going to be in Kansas City or Buffalo. If the game is in LA, does that guarantee you play the early game that day? Or I'm sorry. Yeah. Does it guarantee you play the later game is what I meant. If you play in you know what I mean, well, if I the think game's not I think
0: for I think for sure the NFC game is the star matchup now when you factor in the Bengals are playing. So you think the NFC game next week is gonna be the later game? I do, yeah. Unless it's already set that CBS has a later game for the contract, but if it's if it's not, I how would Niners versus Brady or Niners versus Rams not be a bigger deal than Bills Bengals or Chiefs Bengals? Obviously, the I think the Bills and the Chiefs are big brands, and they're they would move the needle. That opponent sucks. Yeah, honestly, could you just could we just have a two off? Could you just play this game twice? Scared money says the NFC games at three.
1: Maybe it's already set. Is that true? I don't know. How can we I know make him it f- is? Sam says already set. They rotate every year. NFC, God, everyone knows. Okay. Maybe that's it. With the, with the contract, they just do a natural
0: rotation, so you can't, like, you don't have to fight over it, which makes sense. There's only two games, right? Right. Because CBS clearly got two games this weekend, right? Because uh, the first crew was not Nance and Romo. Nance and Romo were doing Bill's Chiefs, I would imagine. Correct? Because...
1: Eagles Eagle was doing the game and Trent green right today. Yeah. 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 You're right. So nine. So it's, that is a three forty Pacific time next I'm Sunday. <laughs> Good call. Everybody. Thank you to the chat for that one. AFC. Ga- a- Honestly, I'm not going to lie. 12 Oh five. A little early for my blood. I'd love a one Oh five. I'm with you.
0: I'm with you. I, I I'd be cool with one Oh five. And like, uh, Five o'clock, but I don't mind three thirty. Yeah, guy, they he has just a chance. They really guy, to guy, the forty nine
1: ers have a chance to go to two Super Bowls in three years. Well, they're they this is Harbaugh again, right? Second conference championship game in three years. Just think about it like that. We're Jim went back, back three that straight. Back back. Yeah, yeah. So it's not quite Harbaugh again. You do get credit
0: for conference championship games, right? I mean, Andy built a career on those.
1: Absolutely. You like Andy tomorrow? I love Andy tomorrow. Want to bet on? I mean, we're already on the Rams game, right? I mean, we get our Super Bowl tickets. Do you think if it's Niners, Niners, Chiefs, Andy can hook the tickets up, or how does that work? Uh, Andy, I've never asked you for anything. So, how about some Super Bowl tickets? I would imagine if
0: it's Niners-Chiefs or Brady-Chiefs or even Rams-Chiefs, those Super Bowl tickets are going to be so fucking expensive, it's going to be outrageous. (laughs) California, inflation, so-fi, inflation. What would you guess just to get in prices? Did you say Super Bowl?
1: Super Bowl, yeah. In the Niners run or just anybody's in it? Uh, Anyone's in it.
0: The building's huge too, so you can be way up there. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I would say
1: get in. I feel like like thirty-five. I, I, should, going, bird, I, I was going to go I was like, gonna say seventeen, but okay, maybe, yeah. See, I was going to say seventeen, but then I felt like I've looked at Super Bowl tickets before, and they're like really expensive.
0: They are expensive because there aren't that many. There's not. There's not open inventory, right? There's not people reselling it. It's like Coors Light has them. Modelo has them. Uh, You know, uh, Mastercard has them, and they just right. There's not season ticket holders
1: that have theirs and are. Oh, I'm gonna make my money on these. Yeah, they don't really exist.
0: Can you imagine the celebrities that are going to be at the Super Bowl? I don't you imagine that it was the most celebrity attended Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls. The venue, L.A., it's so easy to get to. I mean, there are going to be some. It's just a cool place to
1: go, right? There are probably celebrities who haven't been there before, and here it's cool.
0: I feel like. Oh, Monday night game when they did like the celebrity and like Jay Z was looking like Whoopi and all those guys were there. Yeah. there were a lot of celebrities. A lot of there. I think it's kind of become in
1: vogue to go You've to seen those. Seen Paris games. Hilton there. Uh, they showed her at a game. Adele and um, what's his Kanye? name? Rich no, Paul. Uh, Rich Paul.
0: Yeah. See Kanye's not even allowed at his kid's birthday.
1: I did not see that.
0: A lot of drama Kim, going on. Kim hosting. Kanye, Kim and Kanye. Kim and Pete. You know. well, Pete hired security for himself. Well, because Kanye is getting shut out, he cannot allow to see the
1: kids. Kanye you know, gonna fight anybody in like what he wears. Like it's not very conducive to throwing hands. Chiefs minus two and a half. Not money line. Well, the money line
0: is minus one twenty five. So if we just put, let's just put like four hundred on that, you win three twenty.
1: 7K to get in on StubHub says Jordan Ramirez right now. Ain't a cheap ticket. Will the price go? I mean, there's no team that can get there to make the price go down. Like even Bengals fans are gonna be. It's just Bengals would be the obviously the biggest. Who do, who would you
0: want? Niners if you if I tell you Niners win this game. Niners
1: Chiefs rematch. Uh yeah you know I think yes I think that we've seen so much Mahomes and so much Chiefs. That sometimes you almost feel like you're tired of them, but you're not. I think that they are such an easy, casual fan watch. Mahomes is just even Alyssa today was like, you know, I just I, I can't wait to watch the Chiefs tomorrow. I love Mahomes. You know, like it's just <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way. Nice guy, Married, He's just likable. He's yeah. fantastic. Smiles. We've seen Andy. Andy's been in these games for 25 years now, basically. Andy Reid, time almost. Yeah. So, yeah, I would take Niners-Chiefs again. Absolutely. That feels by far. you want to put $500 on the Chiefs? Just want to make sure we're being smart because we won today. We did. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd have money on both games on Sunday. Sure. Let's do it. Good? Yeah. It's been a hell of a night. Until next time, whenever that is. Thanks for hanging, y'all.